Welcome to the Fan Freaks Podcast number 83. You're listening to the show where we freak out about our favorite movies, games, comics, and any media in between. <laughs> this is James, Dr. Rude Ramos, and I am joined by... Uh, the Bone King. And I'm joined by... Fuck you. I don't know how this <laughs> you chain of command works. sandbagged my... Ad- I- Adrian, the masterful dude of doing this, the face that runs the place, the host with the most and the most grandos... Co-hosts. This is is why. This is why we have an order sometimes. (laughs) Thank you for joining us, freaks. How many racist babies candies did you steal while you were away? My goodness. Are you you implying the babies were racist? You said they were racist. I'm just making sure that you're also (laughs) implying it so that I have an an alibi. (laughs) Damn, Um, that's intense. Because people aren't born racist. I try, you know? I, I, Someone's I, making so those I babies looked, I looked at some real estate property for right, the new right. layer, uh-huh. and turns out there was already another villain in the waterfall I wanted. You would think the Association of I Evil know. would have like proper uh, clearances and shit like but that. But aren't you like a comic book fan? Haven't you ever heard of a team-up? It's a co-op thing. It was Jared Leto's Joker. I didn't want to be near him. Hey, oh. Apparently, he's I guess making... he was damaged. Anyway, uh, oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> t- t- today's show is what uh, today Dr. Rude. We're going to be doing a freaky five. Oh, cool! Favorite melee weapons in video games. Oh, nice. nice. This is like the antithesis of the Adrian An- gun show. Antithesis and the antithesis. <laughs> Thank you for joining us, Mr. Tyson. Yeah, I was going to say, I I went, full thing, thank you so much for joining us on this show. (laughs) I have a spinal injury. But you know what? Now, Kith. Freaky Five, though. What is a Freaky Five? Freaky Five, we're going to mention our, it's a numbered list of our five favorite Mm -hmm. something, in this case, melee weapons. We're going to start at five, collectively go up from there. Right, and, 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 and these are melee weapons in games, right? Melee weapons yes. in video okay. games. Did yes. I not say that? I thought I said that. No, no. Well, either way, I mean, it's good we establish it here. Because, I mean, I know there's a ton of things in movies that you'd like to hit other people with. But today we're talking about game weapons. Correct. So, uh, alrighty. But before we get into that, let's get into our recents. So, who wants to go up first? Um, I'm good to go if you if you gentlemen will allow me. Go ahead. Uh, first things first, uh, I watched The Good, The Bad, The Ugly. Okay. Nice. It's not the first time I've seen it. Oh, I was gonna say. Okay. It, it isn't. I'm. I love the the series. I love, I love the, the good, the bad, Sergio the ugly. Um, what? I love the good, the bad, the ugly. Yeah. I thought you were just gonna repeat it again. Uh, but I just feel the third act makes the movie. Okay. Like the second act drags where they're dealing with the. Um, Angel Eyes, the bad, is sure. is trying to torture them and, and stuff like that to find out where the money is in the cemetery. If you haven't seen the film, it's an amazing film. Is it's- this a spoiler? Like, I don't know. No. no. no Let me ask really. you this, though, because I feel like we say this a lot. Don't you feel like by the very nature of the second act, the second act often drags just by the very nature of what a second act is? No, because if you have your hero at their lowest stakes, aren't you the most attached? Because then the third act is the rising action when we start resolving these things. I love rising action. Look, I'm all about (laughs) rising action, all right? If you could do it multiple times a night, that's even better. It's just the third act is, by comparison to the entire film, not only iconic, but just so massively impressive. Yes. Sure. It is the the Mexican standoff with the three of them and all that. But it's a Western, right? Isn't that like how they all are, where they're really boring in the beginning, and then they go to some standoff, which is the big, like, 
climactic finish. Not ultra all HD of them. Combo. It's it it is stereotypical. I would say spaghetti westerns. Yeah, yes. it's something of the genre. Right. No, but there's different genres. There's subgenres. Oh no, there's. I'm sure there's hybrids. I mean, I'm a big fan of Kill Bill. <laughs> That's a hybrid right there. But what else? And you I got? I enjoy Cowboys and Aliens, and that's a sci-fi western. Oh my gosh! Uh, anyway, uh, I also watched Bone King TV's Final Fantasy VII remake stream. Jesus, <laughs> that guy sounds like a loser. I wouldn't listen to him. He did not shut the fuck up. I couldn't though. <laughs> but I couldn't though. The game like, kept on throwing. But there things. was so m- Doctor Rude. There were so many times. Like, during that first hour, he's like, why are they doing this? Oh, okay, I see why they're doing this. But why are they doing this? I see why they're doing this. Like, for every kind of, like, action piece, Uh it was, but holy fuck, he made me not want to play the game. But, like, apparently the things that I was questioning were enough for you to not want to play it then. Yeah, because, Because, no, because it's one button. And you had yeah. like thirty potions by the first boss. They literally the fucking scorpion. <laughs> yeah, thing. I know. You start the game with like twenty five potions, and I'm like, all right, game. Okay, you just want me to eat hits for funds. Why not? I, I'll, I'll get into fucking, that in my research. And you fucking like did not give a fuck about the laser trap. What? <laughs> in the very beginning, there's like these laser traps, and it's supposed to tell you how uh, to do it. Since you brought it that, up, the game hand like. Holds your hand a lot. Like crazy. It gives you a a standard-ass laser trap. Okay, well, you played it. So I'm explaining it for the audience then. It gives (laughs) you a standard-ass laser trap. It's like, okay, so, you know, watch your timing and get through the lasers. And then there's a fucking Jesse, watch out for the lasers. You'll have to look for your timing. And I'm like, thanks, Jesse. And then the camera snaps your control to look at the lasers. And you're like, okay, game. (laughs) I've dealt with lasers before. And then, hold on, just to continue from that, because I'm not going to bring it up on mine. When you're escaping the Mako reactor and it's like alerts and alarms are going off and uh-huh. they're trying to capture the people inside, they don't turn on the laser trap. Oh, yes. <laughs> they just leave it off. Anyway, I'll get into that more in my so, reasons. So, I yeah, I, uh, I've i been watching it on and off because I I don't know. I, I have difficulty watching a Let's Play. What can I say? But it's not, it's not, not no, your quality. No. It's just something I have where I don't like, like I uh, backseat game. Yeah. I hate that. I can't, like I constantly am like, why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? But I will say this <laughs> from your comments, I got this. Yes, this is something uh-huh. I've noticed. But but there is something that I've noticed uh-huh. particularly. This this isn't just any old stream. This is Barrett Defense Daddy Thirst stream. Oh my god! And yeah. you don't even acknowledge Wedge, <laughs> and who's also a big dude. But you don't give a fuck about him. Listen, listen. If there's one thing I started praising about Barrett, it was this newly added hairy chest he has. Uh Uh-huh. And he has his hairy chest and hairy arms. And I was just like, holy shit, he's so huge. It's it's amazing. How huge is he, George? Uh, Huger than I could ever imagine. The entire stream became fan fiction of him (laughs) acting as Cloud getting butt-fucked by fucking Barrett. I'm just saying the original game has an affection meter with four characters. Eris... (laughs) Tifa, Yuffie, and who else? Barrett. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh. That is a true thing yeah, in the original but game. That, that also has some really uncomfortable... Why? Because Yuffie's underage. Oh, no, that's obviously weird because she, Yuffie herself is obviously weird. Wait until Final Fantasy X-2 when they put the 16-year-old in a fucking bikini top uh, bra. I know. I'm oh. telling you, they got weird with this Riku? series. Yeah, Riku. Anyway, before we uh, get, get the uh, FBI on our fucking so, thing... Let's- so- <laughs> 
<laughs> oh Jesus! Look what you did. Another thing. Uh, Every I, single time I, I play Final Fantasy X, this happens. <laughs> Sorry. Another thing I watched uh, was Snyder Cut. Okay. Okay. I Same. It. Uh, it didn't take me a week, but I did get to finish it the day from last week's recording. I did it in one did, sitting. You watched it too. Yes, I did. You watched it with Papa Jim. That's right. Uh, Daddy of the show. Daddy Rude. Uh, <laughs> Daddy Rude. Um, Dr. Daddy Rude? Yes. Overall, <laughs> if I was to, to grade it, one, being an absolute piece of shit, never watch it again, to a 10, absolutely would rewatch whenever it's on. I give it a solid seven, maybe to eight. It's like, a solid seven for me as well. Like it, oh, okay. it, for me, it teeters to eight because I really love the choices that right. were made for the characters. So here's my thing, though. I so is I, this part of your recent? I, I I just want to add on to what you just said. Okay, and that's Sorry. that. I'm tempted to give it more because I'm comparing it to the original. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. If we're grading on a curve. So, <laughs> but if I'm looking at it objectively, like if this was the By first, itself. yeah, the first time I saw it, I think it's a solid seven. But if I take into account the emotional reaction I have to how much better certain characters are or whatever, then that like I want to be like it's amazing. It's a ten, but it's not the case. It's it, it, it. I can objectively say that it is definitely a good solid seven. I'm just gonna say walking away from this. I'm really saddened by the lack of what we had like for Cyborg in the future. Yep. We're not getting Ray Fisher anymore. Right. Uh, Flash and Cyborg would have been really cool as a buddy thing. I really like their their chemistry. Yep. Bro, I would have been so fucking hyped for that Batman v Deathstroke movie. Yep. So fucking hyped. Well, I mean, who's to say that Snyder can't get enough fans, you know, tweeting on Twitter to Snyder. maybe inspire his own thing? Really? <laughs> yeah. He wouldn't want to do it? I don't think so. He's he's pretty much openly said that he doesn't want to. I mean, someone else can carry it on. Sure. Fucking Silent Hill movie style. Give it to a whole other director and have him shit it but out. Yeah, that's, just, that's, just for, that's usually for context, the original movie, I put it like a 4.5. <laughs> the theatrical cut. It's a 4. Yeah. I still liked it. Like, I didn't, like... I give it a five, but that's I, I me. I could give it a five. I yeah. For, I know, obviously, mine is lower. Fair. I, I still... There were moments I had fun. Like, the thing is, there, there were fun moments for me in the original theatrical cut. Actually, moments that I kind of wish were still in the movie... Yeah. ...that are not in the movie anymore. Yeah, but we're not going to spoil... No, we're not going to spoil anything. No. We, are, we are thinking... This is behind-the-scenes Fan Freaks podcast. What? What? Are you, what? Where the we're seams. thinking of we doing do it. it as a special because yeah, this is something um, I think the film industry needed. Maybe we we need to talk about not just the movie itself, but the phenomenon it's, of its impact. Yeah, I, I haven't said a lot here because obviously my initial opinion of this the original movie yes. is very very low. Correct. I've seen snippets of this new version, yes. which I have little comments on my recent sure. to mention. Um, but, uh, I don't know. Ultimately, I, I have to still see the full thing myself. Sure. Uh, I want to get the full context, but you mentioned something about like comparing it to the original movie yes. and like saying how much like you had some fun with it. I went back to the original movie Oof. just, just to watch a little bit of the intro and yes. be like, how much is it different before I go in there entirely? Cause my boyfriend finished the whole thing and he was like, I really liked it, Yeah. but Al likes the CW shows and you guys hate those. So no, I don't know. I do like them. I, I just know. hate Here's my thing with the, the CW shows. I like them, and then they inevitably ruin all of them. They uh -huh. always start great, 
and they always end as the arrow. Sure, but hold on. Wait, for Justice League, really quick. I restarted <laughs> either it. Either die a hero or uh-huh. live long enough to become an There's arrow. There's a song that plays in the intro. Yeah. And it just like a slow motion montage, uh-huh. and I couldn't make it past that, and I bailed out. Of the original? Of the original. Yeah, oh. that's the opening credits the where opening it tried really thing. hard to be Snyder. It's just so, like, depression fetish. I can't. And I had something, I something that also that I kind of do miss is it doesn't have any of the throwback scores. That was all Elfman. Yeah. This is... But the 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 so Dan- well they had the for Wonder Woman yeah oh yeah but that's not a throwback that's her that's her current theme. but in the OG Justice League we had Elfman's eighty nine Batman and we had and he did a version of John Williams Superman score exactly okay cool both of those are missing from the Snyder I do remember hearing the Batman one but we do get pretty badass score here because of Junkie XL yeah it's a good score it's just I liked the emotional touches of those nostalgic themes you know right. Anyway, we'll get um, into that. License music. <laughs> so <laughs> he likes So that's it tracks. for what I've watched, uh, what I've played. I hate to say it. I'm one of those. I've been playing Madden, but I'm playing Madden 2020. Oh, wow. And just to see just how money grubby EA is, is really disgusting. I'm really glad I only paid $20 for this. Uh, it's so crazy, But as a, as a football fan, you know, it's, it's fun to enjoy just... I don't. I don't particularly care to play online. I don't particularly care for Madden Ultimate Team with all the loot boxes. I'm sorry, packs of of players to put in your Ultimate Team. Fuck all that. Did you just call it loot packs? No, they're called surprise mechanics. Yeah, right? I remember. It's very that. different. I, I remember that. I will say the only time I've ever played Madden, it was just for the ultimate fantasy fulfillment of having the Dolphins win the Super Bowl. I'm doing that now for the Jets. So. <laughs> there you go. So uh, anyway, dude, really quick. Do you think that I would ever play Madden? No. But I actually did once. I mean, my brother got really into it. And guess what team I played? The Bears. At first, it was, <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Actually, well, I was a bit young, that's so I funny. really wasn't doing that. Yeah, that's actually a good answer. But I picked the Browns <laughs> because I liked their, their color that's scheme. That's also really funny. What? What? Why? Are they a bad they're team? they're usually Cause, shitty. Cause, well, also because Browns it comes out of your butt. Nice. <laughs> That's right. where the famous saying, I'm taking the Cleveland Browns to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I liked Correct. them. I, maybe it was just me and my brother playing as two teams that never won. Yeah. And we're just fighting. What did other. he pick? Dolphins. Oh, there you go. Hey, I don't play uh, sports. Then I got into the Western kick. I started playing Red Dead Redemption 2. Mm-hmm. Holy fuck is it gorgeous. Yeah, it's be- it's a beautiful game. But I was telling Dr. Root on the way here, I just feel it's a little pretentious. To have two fucking discs. One is a data disc that you have to put in first. Then to finish installing the game, you have it. to put in a game disc. Yeah. I liked it. It, felt, it made me feel like it was the PlayStation 1 era again. Yeah, with the Final <laughs> Fantasy 4 fucking discs. Jeez, I don't know. That kind of sounds like old school PC games. That too, yeah. Where you installed with multiple yep. discs and shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm just not used to that on a console, but still... Uh, so far I'm really liking it. I'm just doing the single player. I don't, I don't think I'm going to go online. I, I, I want to like Rock, Rockstar, but everyone keeps spoiling the games. Like the minute a, a thing comes out, they put out a Twitter post and it just kind mm. of frames it. And you're like, all right, well now I know no, this is going to happen. No, you should still play Red Dead 2. It's, 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 it's really good. It's a cinematic as fuck game too. I think the oh, only- yeah. <laughs> even when you're riding the horse with your, with your like gang mates or your yeah. mates or whatever, you could hold the touchpad and it'll turn into a cinematic 
uh, like that's been scene. a th- that's been a thing in Rockstar games. Yeah, for a that while, you can though. change the camera angles because GTA used no, to do you the can top change angle camera thing. angles, but this you don't even control the horse. You just yeah. hold X, and it's different frames Your and horse camera just angles, the path and, and it, it starts cuts. having a score. Well, so it becomes a fucking western. Yeah. Oh, it's I didn't know cool. about that second part. I know about following the paths because they did that in Undead Nightmare. Yes. and that's where I played that. Correct. So interesting. Uh, and lastly, Hunt Baby. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, they released a new update, and mighty, 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 it is big and massive and juicy. So, I guess this is our shared recent at this point. Yeah. Uh, Sorry. So, I like. All right, it's a segue. I'll take well, it. Well, because the, the the reason they have the event is because it's Hunt has been out for three years now. Uh-huh. It is the three year anniversary of Hunt. So they've they've ha- they have a new event called As the Crow Flies. The third anniversary. The third the, anniversary, yes. As the yes. crow flies, yes. As the crow flies, which is... So all of the previous events have all been, like, personal uh, advancement where you need to unlock whatever. Okay. But this event is broken up into two tiers where the first are two phases, and the first phase is community advancement. So huh. the community as a whole is working towards getting a certain number of points, Cool. which is what will unlock the new boss. A new boss. Yeah. All right, that's fun. And, and this cool. one's a big dude. I'll yeah. tell you right now, whenever there's a group community bar, it yeah. always fills out like almost immediately. Because no, people it, go it, hard. It, it, I mean, the number is really high and the points are really low, so it's going to take a minute. But it'll, I, it'll I get hope there. so, because in the city, fucking my phone game, people just go yeah. all ham and unlock everything immediately. But it, it, uh, it broke records for most players playing at one time. Nice. Bro, we uh, had their servers are server. Full. That's what server I mean. Weights, people go like, ham for community oh, yeah. shit. I'm telling you. But uh, and they did this really cool thing. Okay, so in previous events, you could get um, you could get items that increase your point total. Okay. So like you could take this shot, and it'll like the Halloween for the Halloween event, you get twenty percent bonus to your point total. Yeah, Dead by Daylight has that. They, too. Yeah. So they introduced that in this game also, but in this one, for this, for this event, they're called. This is such a cool idea to me. For this event, they're called reliquaries. Reliquaries. And they okay. come in three different tiers. It's like iron. Silver and silver and uh, pearl, uh, ivory, ivory, ivory. Uh huh. Pearl. And, whatever. That'd be cute. Uh, and the difference is that when you open it, you get your team gets the bonus to your point total. Mm-hmm. But then a random player on the map gets a free gift. And that a could be a legendary player. skin. Yeah. It could be anything. And it's a random player. Just though. anyone. Literally anyone on the map. So mm. the iron one gives it to one player. The silver one gives it to three players. And the uh, ivory. ivory one gives a gift to everybody. I was going to say, it would be nice for them to have a way to give it to multiple. It is, because that I, one's very expensive. It would suck to be like, only one person gets and it the and boss, you never get it. The boss they're introducing is called Scrapbeak. Scrapbeak, is he gi- the crow? It's a giant humanoid crow. crow. Nice. Well, because crows are a thing throughout the game. They're sound traps throughout the game. Right. Like, you'll walk by a dog um, kennel. Again, like Dead by Daylight. Yes. Weird, but yeah. <laughs> you'll walk by a kennel that gives away your position. Right, right. You walk too close to ducks, they fly away. Crows, also, they'll fly away. People hate the fucking crows. Nice. So I think that's how it led to a crow-themed boss, which is really cool. That's hilarious. But then, yeah, for the second phase of the event, you'll be able to unlock, uh, like, gear. Like, there'll be a crow-themed melee weapon. Uh-huh. There's a new hunter, which is a plague doctor, which is really cool. <laughs> and there's already, and like, two timely. doctors. <laughs> oh, God. I know. That's uh, true. But, yeah. And so it's been really cool. Uh, I'm very, like, this is a, I, I like... I just like what Crytek does and how they respond to their community. We, we've also been having 
pretty good games, some shitty, but pretty fucking good games. Yeah. We had probably our best uh, game ever, just the two of us. Just yeah, the two of us. We had a 10 kill uh, game. We Five and five. What was it? 85% of the server at that point? Yeah. Or some percentage? Because mm. a full server is 12. Correct. No, we wiped the server. Though. No, yeah, we wiped the server. Us two win, killed win, everyone in the fucking server. Basically. And it gave Five me my fucking each. happiest moment ever. So we're chasing this guy that missed uh, <laughs> shooting Dr. <laughs> oh, Ruth. So yeah. we're chasing the last survivor and the bloodlust is Basically. in my eyes. And I'm uh, so proud. No, at this point, we the, the shit was about to pop off. So this fucking one guy missed Dr. Rude by like a hair, bro. Yep. And... I have a, a pump action shotgun and he got the new lever uh, action shotgun. Lever action shotgun. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. he was trying it out and we were we were chasing after this guy because we didn't know. We got all right, we gotta kill him. He turns around against the wall and we both of us right next we didn't plan it. It just happened. It's one of those happy accidents. Just okay. fucking right next to Right next to each other, we just blast him. Basically, he just ground beef. Yep, <laughs> he just ran himself into a firing squad. Basically, just because we came at him at like a forty-five degree angle, and he was just stuck against the wall. There was nowhere he could go. Jesus Christ! And just scattershot sandwich. Yeah. yeah, and at one point, I like killed two people. That was a team, and then later on, I died. He res me, but he killed the team. Talk about that one with the concertina bomb. Oh, God, that was so good. Alrighty, so if you're listening, be sure to play Hunt Showdown. Yes, please. please. This is the advertisement for you. Please, please play Hunt I'm Showdown. I'm sorry. So many people have been saying this. There's articles upon articles about just how good of a shooter this is. Mm. Fuck it. You know what? This Hunt Showdown art- giveaway. I'm calling it here. If you or anyone you know is listening to this podcast right now and you respond to the Fan Freaks Twitter... With the t- with the word bomb lance, <laughs> bomb b o m b l a n c e. Can we look this up on Urban Dictionary first, just to make sure? It's one of the weapons in the game, guys. <laughs> okay, uh, chill, bro. <laughs> uh, we will pick one of you, and we will give you Hunt Showdown on the console of your choice. Yeah, be it Steam, Xbox, or PlayStation. All also, right. if you play on console, you can play with us, regardless of the console, because it has crossplay. Yep. Okay, well, you heard it here first, completely off the yeah, cuff. Yeah, we have giveaway. to give it away because Bone King doesn't play. That's right. I have <laughs> it. All right, Jesus Christ. Um, the, I, all right, so well, that's that's the last I'll say about Hunt. Uh-huh. Uh, so that's already one of your reasons. So is, go for it. Yeah, we had to share it. So. Yes. Yeah, so that's a segue. I'm telling you, they're parked outside um, waiting for us. I watched the last blockbuster on Netflix. That's a little ironic. Isn't that the one Don't that Captain Marvel falls through? What huh? what? Oh. <laughs> nah. No, so the, uh, they faked that. <laughs> well, duh. But, I mean, they could have <laughs> filmed. Exist. They could. No, it does exist. Is the point? Oh, okay. All right. That's literally the it's point. In ben of, Oregon. There is one blockbuster left in existence. It's okay, in so ben it actually Oregon. is about the yes. stores because blockbuster could also mean movies. No, no, no. Like, it is about the. It, it is about the last blockbuster and the fall of the company blockbuster. Okay. All right. That's interesting. Which, since that was my first job. It was very interesting for me. I kind of want, and I still have my uniform and my name tag. Oh gosh! I kind of want to go to Bend, Oregon, and be like, "Hi, I'm a transfer from Fort from South Florida." This is, this is, but uh, like, it was really interesting, legitimately really interesting, and it also shed some light on what caused the fall of Blockbuster. And unlike what most people think, it wasn't Netflix. It was Blockbuster. It was Blockbuster. 
Well, all right. Pride. I had no idea. It's, it's definitely all in the end. Yeah, it's definitely worth checking out. Like it was, especially like it had a nice touch of nostalgia. They had a bunch of different actors talking about the feeling of going to Blockbuster. You know that. Yeah, it was yeah. an event. You know, really, really, really quick. I don't, I don't, I don't mean to be that guy, but yes, the one thing that I miss about Blockbuster, yes, that smell. Oh yeah, you walk in, absolutely. There's that smell, and you're like, I'm home. Yeah, uh-huh. it's so mm-hmm. fucking nice no, never it's, again it's a thing like it was a thing that we will never have again like it's a thing you could do with a date like you can't like browsing netflix on the Bro. couch next to your girlfriend is not the same thing as y'all being like babe should we get this one and like looking at like it's it's, it's a different thing man. at the same time i no. have met, had many a good nights this is my bone butt uh-huh. where i've gone out with someone to walmart or some Target or where they have dollar store movies, uh-huh. like, like dollar movies or whatever, and getting a cheap movie that's like in a bargain bin. It's sure. the same idea. It's, but it, that is the poor man's version of this experience. Though. I'll let you know. I found that's Rocky a great Horror, value experience. I found Rocky Horror Picture Show I know. in that bargain bin. But it's, it, you, you have to, it's not the same. Thing, I'm sorry, but being but 10 years old. Now. I know. Being 10 years old, your mom just got you the fucking GameCube. You mm-hmm. walk in, you and like your, your friends are just like, Dude, the new Mortal Kombat came out. Let's go. Oh, and then God. your mom gets it for you because the guy is going to ask the age and yep. then you play it. And then everybody like sleeps over and you have all the fucking candy right there. That yeah. shit was great. Yeah. It was yeah. Great. yeah. It's, it's also, Blockbuster funny. had fucking uh, clothes. They had no like like rep- memorabilia to buy of like popular shit. I, it was like a one stop shop. Yeah. I vividly remember seeing Legend of Zelda action figures there and I bought one of them, the Link one, and mm. I should have bought the whole fucking set because I never saw them again. I He's bought, actually right behind you, actually. Funny story. <laughs> I bought an Indiana Jones t-shirt because I had never seen an Indiana Jones t-shirt out in the wild and mm. I was like, oh fuck, I'm buying that right now. I'm very upset because my stepfather threw it away but I took home the Fallout 3 Brotherhood of Steel cardboard cutout. Fuck you. And my Fuck stepfather. You. He threw it yeah, away? Yeah, he threw it out. Fuck. He's banned from the show. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, uh, any yeah, other reasons? I love that thing. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I, okay. I, I'm here for a minute. Uh, I've been right. gone for two weeks. <laughs> no, I know. That's what I'm saying. Go um, for it. So I want to talk to you about this. Oh? Because I found a Twitch streamer Okay. that I found really interesting. Have you heard of Code Miko? Code Miko? No. What do, what do they stream? Okay. So she's a VTuber. All right. Oh. Okay. Meaning that she has a virtual avatar. Oh. Okay. Now, hold on, though. <laughs> oh, okay. No, no, no. But so her plans for this are actually really fucking Wait, is cool. is she the lifelike one that looks really photorealistic and she does interviews with people? She does interview. I don't know if she looks photorealistic. Well, she's like, got anime eyes and pink hair. But it's not like a car. It's not anime cartoon kind of like. A little bit. It's a li- it's, it, I don't know. I would say it have doesn't realistic look realistic. Lighting. Yes. Okay. Well, okay. So that's, so that's what I was going to bring up. So her set is in un- it's, it's Unreal Engine. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, it, it, it's made an Unreal Engine. And so, okay, the storyline is that Miko wants to be an NPC in a AAA title game. Okay, so this that's is like an sto- ARG Twitch? That's the story, yeah. That's okay. the storyline. So, But she, she conducts interviews with other Twitch streamers and a bunch of other shit. But it is so interactive with the chat. The chat can make her fart off into space. They can drop bodies on her. They can change her body Drop proportions. Yeah, like literally, her? like a pile what? of dead bodies fall out of the ground, out uh-huh. of the sky. 
They can mute her for 30 seconds. She stole my bone party. I don't know how I feel about that. They can, like, all these interactive shit. And since she is a video game character rendered in Unreal Engine at any point, the technician, which is what they call the girl controlling Miko. Right. Oh, my gosh. Yes. All right, let's show it to That's a really weird picture of her, but yes. Um, Anyway, there you go. That's a better picture. So, um... Yeah, that's that's the lady I was thinking of. Okay. So, uh, at any point, she can turn. She she can switch her control method. Oh, cause she conducts the uh the show in a motion capture suit. Uh huh. So she's actually sitting there in a motion capture suit with a uh, a camera attached to her face to capture her facial performance. And when she blows away, when a, when a Twitch viewer that, does no, that, that ju- does... that's just the the Unreal Engine takes over. I like to imagine they just literally <laughs> launch the But actors. at any point, she can switch the mode and she can control Miko with like a video game controller. That's interesting. So she can move around the set that way. Huh. So the event and I think this is so cool cuz the eventual goal is to make it so that the stream is an is an interactive video game. Where the chat will eventually be able to summon and create enemies on the fly. All right, this sounds cool uh-huh. on paper. Yeah. But as someone who sat through Twitch Plays Pokemon, uh-huh. I know something about constant user input. Sure. So there's got to be some sort of limitation. Yeah, how many absolutely. Get through like that's well, that's, well it. that's just it. Twitch a lot. It's going to be based on bits, obviously. But but dude, even then, I know you'll see people bit like one donation bit or hundred donation sure. bits just going ham. That's so. what I'm saying. Like it, you could easily open it up to just be like, okay, three bit, uh, uh, uh someone get uh, or three monsters get to be created. Go and whoever the first three to pop in or uh, do it. It's but an I interesting just, concept. I think it's interesting, and I like the innovation of the idea. It's it's a very cool way to interact with your audience. It's a very cool way to like create content i think Mm -hmm. i don't know like i appreciate like this approach to this uh, i don't want to say avant well avant-garde i mean something that's trying to be artistic yeah it it, it, it is it It is wholly original yeah i think it i think it requires it it, it's it takes a certain like she's clearly dedicated to it like Mm. i mean that the motion capture suit alone which she got at a 50 percent discount still cost her thirteen thousand dollars hmm like she's put work her the the thing she j- she recently got hand tracking, mm-hmm. which uh, which cost her another like three thousand dollars. Like it's just all these little things that I'm sure a, whoever's doing this can afford the whole studio or they're having some backing or funding or something. According to her, it's, it's, it's all it's all on her own and no one's uh like sponsors haven't paid for anything yet. Okay, well, but, she, that's that's more impressive to me than usual. I hear VTuber. I right. think of the same Shiba Inu model used no, fifty times. No, no, no. This is all original stuff, which I think is really cool. Well, that's cool. I like that. Um, yeah, I uh, rewatched Mars Attacks the other day. A movie truly ahead of its time. Mm. Yeah, uh, it, it is a brilliant piece of cinema. What a another stud cast. Wonderful bro. score by Danny Elfman. That's right. I think it deserves way more recognition than it got at the time. Mm-hmm. And also, I forgot Jack Black was in it. Yeah, he's in it. It's like one of his, not his first, but it's one it's of his It's really early on. Yeah. He plays like the military brother. That's true. I remember that. He's like supposed to be like the jock. <laughs> it's really The funny bully jock. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Jesus. Uh, also. Where? Real talk. Mm-hmm. I went to North Carolina. Oh, that's the waterfalls you were looking the, at, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And I had a great fucking time, man. I've drank. Was the trip? Yeah. So much beer. Oh God. So much beer. I'm ten pounds heavier than when I left. Jesus <laughs> and that's Christ. Just beer. 
I went camping. I want to shout out to my friends Ted and Stormy because nice. they took us camping. It was a lot of fun. I hope they listen. I hope so. Uh, Real talk though, there in North, I love the trees. Yeah, that, man. That's no, so pretty. It, it was so. At one point, Joanna and I decided, oh, we're because we were in Asheville, which is like my favorite city. Like, uh-huh. I didn't want to leave. So Jojo and I decided to wake up early to go watch the sunrise from the top of Mount Mitchell, mm. uh, which is the highest peak in the country east of the Mississippi River. Okay. Um. So like, it's the highest. Point. I'm triangulating it in my yeah, head right now. It's the highest point in the Appalachians. Okay, a- Appalachians. It is Appalachian. It's not Appalachian. No. As a matter of oh. fact, if you call it that, they'll make fun of you. Oh, good. I know because they made fun of me. I was gonna say, it sounds <laughs> like experience. Um. And uh. And it was snowing. At the top of the mountain. No way. Awesome. And for a Floridian to see snow. Yeah, no, it was cool. I want to be like, I want to see snow and be absurdly drunk at the same yeah, time. Like, well, that's that's like, like that's like my favorite part of like North Carolina and Asheville in particular. Uh-huh. Is you can spend your whole day like out in the mountains where there's not a human being in sight, uh-huh. and then just drive right back into town and go to the pub. Yeah, yeah. It's such a great like way to spend your day. It was phenomenal. I hear California is like that too. A little bit. Like, I, I really haven't done a lot of like the nature explore, uh, exploration part of no, California. No, me neither. That's why I, I, hear, I hear about it. But yeah, yeah. but I, I've tried. I've you know I've, I've trekked all around North Carolina now, and it's 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 pretty great. In his brand new special boots that he bought. That's right. Fuck it. I'll talk about it. Uh, I was a little concerned with how much money those boots cost. Worth every penny. Oh yeah, those shits will last you forever. Not too. just that, man. Like. I was more comfortable after a solid day of hiking and climbing mountains mm-hmm. than I was after a day in Disney World in my sneakers. Like, Dr. Rude goes to Disney. That's now, right. Now you're just making me think to wear boots what, when going to Disney. The most evil place on earth. How would I not go to Disney? <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's um, where the association of evil I mean, they say happiest, is. but they didn't say anything about good. That's true. Those two things aren't mutually exclusive. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> that's is what that, I'm saying. Is that all of your recents, Dr. Rude? Uh, uh, yeah, that, that about wraps it up. Okay. What about you, Bone King? Radical. I'll go up next. So, I mean, we already kind of touched briefly on what I've been playing. Did we? Yeah, we've been touching briefs left and right. I'm just telling you. But, um, so, I, I kind of, I'm not going, all right, I got to preface this really hard. So, I don't want to go super ham about my recents on Final Fantasy VII Remake. Okay. Because I know once I finish it, I'll be able to go ham and mayhaps we could do a reaction review or something. I don't know. We'll oh, yeah, let's out. do that. I'm just saying. I'm down. But as for my experiences in the first four chapters. <laughs> <for laughs> he went through puberty again. Yeah, sorry. Puberty just struck at me when I was playing Final Fantasy. It all came back. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but uh, yeah, no. So like I'm on chapter four or five and I feel like I've done nothing. Uh-huh. And it's just so ridiculous how slow this game moves. And it's like, I get it. You know, it's all of Midgar for the entire disc. And they were like, oh, we have so many things to fill in. And it's like, if this is the filling that you wanted to stuff, I don't want it. This this type, this flavor of filling sucks ass. Like, they literally make the game move at a snail's pace. And that's what you were mentioning before. And I was pointing out all the different ways the game railroads you into hallways. Uh-huh. So it's like they didn't learn their lesson from 13, where it's just hallways all day. Right. Um. But that aside, I'm in the Sector 7 slums. And before you can even, like, go to the Sector 7 slums and finish what you're doing, mm-hmm. you have to go and talk with... T- all right, I don't know if you go there. Hold on. Because I think you go there first. And before you get your money from Barrett, this happens. You go into a new town. What's the first thing you want to do? Talk to people. Sure. All right. 
You can only really talk to like one person. You can hear people talking in the background as you walk by them. So there's that. But no, uh, like for example, in an RPG, when you go into a new town, do you not go to the stores? Yeah. Sure. Like almost one of the first things, yeah, right? Yeah, for sure. Okay, the store is locked off to you. Yeah. Until you go into the bar and have Tifa individually introduce you to everybody in town in turn to have their own specific little dialogue who's a what's it to personify these characters that are never going to show up again. Okay, it's really frustrating when I have to go to the fucking every the weapons guy, the items guy, the random NPC that I already met once before that they're introducing me to again with Tifa. It's just really complicated. And and I bring up these side quests because these are side quests now. Uh-huh. Because apparently meeting people are side quests now. Sure. But like, all right. Here's something. There's a there's the pub owner or the item store owner, I guess. Want cuz Tiff is the pub store owner. Um wants you to defeat 5 doom rats. Literally the standard ass RPG MMO quest of kill five rats and come back. Yeah. Which the original game didn't feel the need to waste your time with, uh-huh. but we'll just forget about that right now. So we go to the area where the doom rats appear, which yeah. is a literal closet in the side of fucking Sector 7 slums. Yes. You, it's just this little area where they decided that's where combat goes. You go <laughs> in there and you fight five rats, go back to the guy. Guess what he says? Kill five more? Mm-mm, even better. Oh, you killed... Oh, it was really nice that you killed those rats, but those were were rats. You need to kill five doom rats. Go back out there and kill five more. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. You want me to run back and forth like an asshole to kill rats? Like, I get it. We're in the slums. There's rats, but I never felt the need to fight the rats when there were plenty of other fuck-off monsters to deal with. You know, like the monsters you just made me clean out before I could even explore the fucking town. They give you a fucking quest. You have to save the Sector 7 slums, which is run in this little fucking patch of dirt for four minutes and kill five mobs of enemies. Ooh, what a fun side quest. These are the side quests that are in these games. It feels as though they've regressed and not learned what side quests really, like, what makes them good. Right. There's a a moment in the game. There's a moment in the game where you are going to help Jesse find munitions. Uh Uh-huh. To blow up the reactor. Like, this was something you knew about in the original game. Jesse just says it. I actually changed the amount of explosives we use. It's going to be different this time. That was it. But apparently that one line spawned off two chapters. What? All right. Yes, that whole motorcycle thing spawned off from that. Maybe it's one chapter. All right, I'm being a little facetious. But still, and and I just find it so ridiculous because you go with Jesse to, to find the munitions, distract a couple of enemies while she does it in the background, fight a boss, and you go back to Sector 7 slums. You know what that sounds like? Tell me. Padding. A side quest. Yeah. That sounds like an actual good side quest, one that I would actually want to fucking do. Like, you know, you go to play Fallout or something. That's the kind of shit they do. They don't go like, oh, you know what? Kill five of these road roaches and come back. Oh, those weren't the right road roaches. Go kill five uh, radical roaches. I mean, to be fair, like, Fallout 3 does, like, start with you have to kill three radicals. Well, that's, I mean, yeah, I mean, sure, but I mean, (laughs) it's... But it was a tutorial. It was to show you how to shoot. And we already had the tutorial in the reactor, which is super fucking hard. The amount of pop-ups. Every fucking foot he took was oh, a pop-up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, when I said it was hard, I don't mean difficulty. I mean, it was hard to get through right. because it's just every four seconds the game needs to tell you something. So that's not even like, 
talking about story stuff. If people think I'm just, think I'm just bitching because I'm like, oh, you know what? He's just nostalgic. No, like, tell me that doesn't make sense. Someone who wrote this RPG said, I want them to kill five rats, go to the, go back to the the pub owner, the mission owner, mm -hmm. then go back to the same area, kill five, come back to get nothing, to get like a thousand gold that you'll barely ever use. I get it. It's to introduce the item store owner, but that could have easily been reduced, and it's padding. It's horrible, horrible padding. Okay. So I, I, I just want to say though. One of the reasons why I literally commissioned this is because yeah, did. you you didn't stop talking about it. And now seeing you, I for lack of a better word, suffer. I told you. <laughs> I told you I would. Right. But I, I want you to, to clarify something. Uh -huh. Your complaints are 100% not biased right you're recognizing this is a different game from the original sure well all right, you're recognizing all right. to walk into no, this no, and no, no, like no. i do i do because i already had to flip that switch because i have to ignore the title of the game which is final fantasy 7 remake which it is not it is a completely different game using the framework and story of final fantasy 7 it's dude it's basically telling a story that's kind of like a rebootish kind of story uh -huh. with a completely different gameplay style. Okay. It might as well just be called Final Fantasy VII Midgar, and it's its own thing. Uh, then, you know what? I don't care. But this is not a remake. It's okay. not. And that's really Would it, it have been better if it was just called a reboot instead just, of a remake? I would not like it anymore, but it would not make me be like, it's not a remake. The box is wrong. It's not a remake. Like, that bothers me, but if it was just its own thing, sure. You know what? I'll just think of it as Advent Children 2.0 in a way. Uh, Dr. Rude, did you get to finish the game? Mm -hmm. Oh, you finished. I have one yeah. question for you then. Uh-huh. All right. So there's an area above the item shop in Sector 7. Okay. It's called Beginner's Hall. Okay. Why is it called Beginner's Hall if there's no tutorials there anymore? Just because that's what it was called, man. But there's no point to it anymore. Why even have it anymore? That This feels really nitpicky. It's not nitpicky. You give a title to something and it doesn't mean anything anymore. Like, you you have an area, and then they said, no, we have all the tutorials in the beginning. We can't have... You could just import a second thing if you wanted to revisit tutorials. But they just didn't, because they didn't want to. So... Go ahead. I have a question. I, I, I have you're a trying, you're trying to edge in here, yes? Yeah, yeah. I, just to get you off this. Uh-huh, yes. Uh, to go back to the point of it, you're streaming this. How, how do you... Uh, the viewers feel are they liking it or weirdly enough i thought people were going to absolutely loathe this like i thought it was going to be like jesus christ all he's doing is complaining i hate this which to be fair i'm sure people did like i'm not saying everyone liked it but i did get fucking uh, i did get two <laughs> new followers as well as Good. my puberty at some point but uh yeah and so, people are watching and people are watching i have a guy that says this i love the remake and your complaints are valid and I'm like, okay, and that's fair. That's fair. We can meet midway. You know what I mean? At Midgar. Meet Midgar. <laughs> yeah, we can meet at Midgar. Oh, God. So, yeah, pretty much I would really like if this game was just Final Fantasy VII Midgar. That's yeah, it. I'm, I, I think, honestly, one of, and this is just me, uh, tweet at us at Fan Freaks or Adrian Dooliness or Bone King or Rude. I really want to know, like, seeing what little I've seen of your stream more often than not you complain but you do it in a funny way <laughs> I try to have fun with it with right. my misery <laughs> but you complaining is it's pretty normal I like to call it critiquing thank you artistic oh, okay. critiquing sure. that's correct sure 
Belly a little aching. high and I, mighty I have, there, but sure. I created this market on my bone box, bone butt. Shut yeah, up. I mean, <laughs> but this is, if I want to listen to somebody complain, it's, let me let me tune into Bone King TV because that's Thank something you? I need. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate how what what kind words? Question mark. Uh huh. But yeah, no. Um. So what uh, else you got? Moving on from Final Fantasy VII. Before did you I get finish Octopath Traveler? No, I didn't finish it, but I did keep playing it. So uh, I, and again, like I'm having this weird thing where it's like RPGs seem to be regressing in story mode a bit. What do you mean? At least with the two that I'm playing. Like, Final Fantasy VII Remake, I went into why I feel like that's what they're doing and and padding that out with Uh filler. Octopath Traveler, because there's eight eight different viewpoints, they each have their own individual stories, and no characters really interact with each other's stories. So I have an entire filler episode chapter about the merchant having a rival. Right. Like, that puts up a shop right across from Yeah, but you like that one, right? That's your favorite uh, character? I love her in combat. She's fantastic. Right. I also found another guy who's an alchemist, and he may be my favorite. So I have the merchant and the alchemist. This guy could just mix items and get every element in the game. That's fun. So, like, and this game has, like, a Persona 1 more system. So, like, if you hit them with an element that they're weak to, it'll skip their turn. Right. So he's like, why would you not use this character who has access to every element in the game? Anyway, that aside, I just think it's ridiculous that the game's like, you want to do chapter two of The Merchant? Well, here's an anime episode about The Merchant. That's your chapter. Because none of the things really crescendo anywhere. It's not everything's pick your own thing first, which is not necessarily better by default. It can be better, but it doesn't make it better by default is my whole point. Okay. I mean, I find it interesting because, like, what was it, two months ago? He was playing Yakuza Like a Dragon two, three months ago. And that game Uh had a natural fucking crescendo. And it's such a weird... Because these are all uh, Western developers, no? Like Octopath and FF7 remake. Uh, No. They're not. It's they're we- Western. I mean, Eastern. Okay, Eastern, I was sorry. like, they are the most unwestern I could possibly sorry, get. Sorry, sorry. Yes, we all know Yakuza takes place in Los Angeles. I just remembered the reasons I forgot. Oh. <laughs> go ahead. Well, I mean, I'm kind of knee deep here. I know. Go ahead. All right. Anyway, um, so yeah, no, the combat is still fine, but I'm literally like, I've gone to the start menu and hovered over the skip cutscene button like three times. And, and I've, for an RPG? For an RPG. And That's I've literally, bad, I've stopped myself and said, no, hold on. You're just, you know, knee jerk reacting to yeah. not liking this story. Give it a second. I'm still not liking it. I might end up skipping a lot of these. At least the merchants that end up not going anywhere. Is the gameplay selling you? Because if the yeah. story isn't, there has to be some good quality in this game, right? But I gotta be honest, I've played Final World of Final Fantasy just about the most bare bones fucking RPG mechanics, and I'll probably keep playing. I have played porn games with RPG mechanics that I just fucking focus on getting a good build in a character. Did they make you come? Well, that was a good source of those before, yeah. But yes, no, the adult section was where I did peruse. Did they make you come? Probably, and they did. In three minutes or less? (laughs) Doctors hated it. (laughs) But yeah, no, so like. here to find out more. To any RPG, usually I can get by it, unless it's just utterly like, fuck this. But anyway, moving on from that, uh, I saw um, snippets of Justice League, and I kind of want to talk about some of these things that I saw. The Snyder Cut the or Snyder Cut, the OG? The Snyder Cut, which I already talked about how I saw a little bit of the OG cut and uh-huh. game up. But yeah, no, so like, obviously, I can't have a full-rounded opinion. These are just first impressions from the get-go. Yeah. Right out the bat, Yeah. 
edited way better. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. That I look, I'm giving praise. I can, I'm not entirely a black hole in my chest. Uh-huh. Like I'm, I have some things here. I will say though, the dialogue. Okay, there are a lot of things it's that a are a little wooden that are better. Like if, since we're grading on a curve, because sure. it was dog shit before. But nobody talks like a person. Everyone, I feel again. This is how I feel about it. I already got two stink faces over here. But I'm just saying, it feels like, and this is my best comparison. You ever uh-huh. watch an anime? That, yeah. like, isn't so well translated. Yeah, yeah, So they take, like, a couple extra minutes to say something that is, like... Ne- like, right. they exposit a little bit more than necessary. Sure. And draw allusions and metaphors and areas where you're like, okay, well, I get it. You didn't have to. Uh-huh. My eyes blur- burn with the blaze of the inferno suns of the sixth Junin class. I don't know. But you know what I mean? And I feel <laughs> like... And I feel like it does that a lot here, you know? Where they get very poetic, and that's See, the point. See, I felt that about Barry Allen in the OG, in the Whedon cut, because of that whole brunch line. Now, this is my next point. Uh, Urza Miller, and nothing against the actor. The way he's written in this movie drives me up a wall. No, I, I have a problem with the actor. Uh, really? I think he's I don't wrong. even know him, so I, I can't No, say. I just think he's wrong for the part. I, I can't. I don't care how many improvements they make. I still can't take him as uh, as Barry Allen. You know, but in the intro, there's... He's a, a really shitty Wally West is what he is. In the yeah. intro, there's a segment where he saves someone. Uh-huh. Right? And Iris. I, in that personality where he's being snarky with the pet store owner, uh-huh. that's Iris? Yeah, that's Iris West. Oh, I didn't even know that. But anyway, um, but like... It's a setup for the Flash movie. But either... I'm just saying like uh, his interactions with the pet store owner felt better. And I was like, okay, he's not as uh, dweeby, uh, mm, right. uh, kind of... Uh, mm, uh, right. And then he just gets progressively yeah. more fucking dweeby and awkward. And well, I, I had the same experience where like that scene where like... So he does everything he does in that scene. Uh-huh. And then he's back in the dog pen with all the dogs. I'm like, oh, okay, this is this is pretty good. I, I can Something. Do, this is good. I, I can deal with this kind of... But then, no, he just gets progressively more like, yeah, exactly that. Just stupid. Like, dweeby, unnecessarily. However, contrast to that, I think we could, well, well I, 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 it, I so want again, you to get there. Again, I don't know if Cyborg has some of the best character writing. I just, bro, something about the CG on Cyborg just does not look oh, right well. to me. But that doesn't factor into the story for I me. I think he looked all right. I just think for whatever reason, I just completely divorced the human part from the machine. Because huh. he looks... You know when you watch Transformers with Michael Bay? Yeah. And all the Transformers, they just look like a blob of metal? I mean, I guess. It, when I look at Cyborg's body, I, I don't, don't see a clear-cut I, design. I will agree. I'm not a big fan of Cyborg's design because I do think it is a little transformery. That's it. Yeah. I do think there is detail for detail's sake. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, right. it's literally like the, the, the things on him or about him don't have a function. Yes. It's, yes. You know what it reminds me of? It's like steampunk. Where He's you just gears. Where yes. you just have <laughs> gears that don't do anything. Yes. That's yes. kind of what it's like. And also, I don't know if this, I don't think this is a spoiler, but I was not a big, Adrian, I was not a big fan of this thing, the oh. fucking Iron Man helmet. Yeah. It, I didn't see it's that. It's not a spoiler. No, you're not it's there just, yet. Okay. At one point, he gets- Oh, the, wait, no, wait. Because he flies? There is a thing in an orangish thing that I saw a snippet of. I don't know what you're talking about, but we'll, okay, get, we'll, we'll save it for the special. But, yes, um, yes. yeah, so what, what other- I mean, I, I, I can see where you're coming from. For me, that's, I th- and for you- Flash is arguably the weakest character yeah. in terms of writing. It's writing, though, because I, I don't know because Urza Miller. Because I do Miller. love the showcase of the powers. I love the super speed. If there's one compliment I'll give, although it's a lot of slow-mo, but the one compliment I'll give is that the CG is very... I, although I just said Cyborg's body's not good. 
No, but across the board, the the the, the, the visual effects are, the visual CGI effects are way, way better, better effect, compared to. And the this effect. is my ultimate statement, and I'll end but, it on this. Okay. But yes. my one bone butt to that uh-huh, uh-huh. is I don't like how they speed ramp Wonder Woman. Oh. It looks really unnatural to me. Oh, when she moves fast? Yeah. Yeah. It looks really weird. It feels weirdly uh, injustice-y. I guess. A move where she also, does that. Also, Barry Allen still runs like a fucking weirdo. <laughs> no, but I love the scene where he saves everyone from right. the falling debris. Yeah, guys, we're, we're guys, we're going to do this for the special. Yeah. My ultimate ending thought, just yes. from my end here. Yes. Zack Snyder is very talented visually. Okay. Yeah. Like, you look at Sucker Punch, you look at 300... I like the visuals, sure. but I don't like him writing or directing. Okay. and that Should I, we have a character study on Zack Snyder? I don't know. I don't know. But I'm just saying, like, if if he could just trust someone else to write it, possibly a million times it. better. Or maybe even direct it. <laughs> I don't know. If there's something about you could... Then who's doing this dialogue? Who's Chris doing this dialogue? Chris who won an Academy Award. Then I don't like his dialogue. I'm sorry. <laughs> it just rubs me the wrong way. There were like three people credited with the story and the Is there a Zack I can't wait till we do the special on this because I've got so many plot holes that people are calling plot holes that are easily addressed in the movie and I really want to get to that. Well, we will do that at some point. But anyway, <laughs> moving on from there, um, really the last thing on my recents is that I listened to Danny Elfman music. It's funny you brought hey. him up. He, come, he came up with more songs during, I guess, his COVID crisis. Uh-huh. Um, and hey, we were all there, so I completely understand it. <laughs> but most of his songs now, like, there's one that's that uses um female uh rhythmic chanting okay with uh symphonic industrial rock Ooh, i love it. he's music. doing some interesting that, shit that was like the core of my little goth kid heart was industrial music oh so i see so your nine inch nails buddy that's not industrial Yes, it is. No, that's like entry level industrial. I'm though. sorry that that's not deep enough of a no, cut for you. No, we need like Dead Star Assembly and like. Um. Oh God, aesthetic perfection. Oh, that's a good one. If you want me to go deep, I can, but I didn't oh, think I, I had to. Oh, I always want you to go deep, George. Anyway, um, he also does a thrash metal song. Oh no, George doesn't want to go deep. We've already established that George thinks I'm hideous. Yeah. Well, look, buddy. Before <laughs> that, we was, start, that was before. It was air. a joke. Jesus, uh-huh. Christ. gain three hundred pounds and we'll talk. How Fine. about that? Anyway, I'm working on it. Jesus <laughs> that, Christ. We, that week at uh, After in North that week Carolina. Beer, um, but the last thing he he has another song called "Love in the the Time of COVID." Like the song is just called okay. "Love in the Time of COVID," and it's weirdly desert rockish in a segment. Now nobody likes you. What a shame. Now nobody likes you. Now nobody likes you. Now nobody likes you. She likes me. She likes me. And I'm like, where, where are is you? Is this an album? No, they're oh. all EPs under Danny Elfman. Yeah. It's he should though, because they do belong under an album. They all work together. So anyway, I just I dig it. Why not? Keep making music, Danny. Why not? Be fun. Alright, I think it's time for news. If yeah. I, just really, really quick, just the two little things I forgot. Just oh, it's two. It's it, but it's it's the same thing. I don't know, buddy. We're an hour in. <laughs> it's real quick. Yeah, that's fine. It's two okay. games that I played, All right. but not like video games, like tabletop games. Okay. Because I was, uh, as I said, I stayed with T- Ted and Stormy, and they had a bunch. And these two that are really cool, that I really want to talk about. One is called Necronomic Cards. Okay, I've heard of this actually. Uh, it's so basically, it's a, a deck of cards, and you are dealt cards, and these cards have symbols on them. Uh huh. You need to match symbols in either pairs of two. Uh. Uh, pairs of three or six of the same symbol when you do that you turn those cards in that have those symbols and you get a demon 
you can summon a demon, and that demon has an ability. Uh-huh. The first to seven, to seven demons wins. I've played Old Maid. Kind of, <laughs> but it's... But the Old Maid is Cthulhu. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's really fucking cool. Like they ha- And then they have mechanics where you can like fuck with other people. And it's it's really fun. It's a really and aesthetically, it's a really cool game. Are cards card games the most um, versatile game piece? Are cards the most versatile yeah, of game course. piece to make games? Of course, like just beyond just even like checkerboard pieces. Yes, like, absolutely. It, yeah, I think so too. And then the other one is another card game called Flux. Oh, I've heard of this one too. Uh, Flux works on a very simple mechanic: draw one card, play one card. That is your that is the that is the rule for every turn. The two button fighting system. Except of this card when game. it's not. Because the oh. point is you draw cards that can change the rules of the game as you play it. I'm getting uh Queen of Cards flashbacks from eh. Final Fantasy VIII. I'm not feeling this. No, but <laughs> like the so rules. for example, you. you can all of a sudden be like, okay, so it's uh so alright, now you draw five cards. Alright, so now everyone every turn everyone draws five cards and he still only plays one. And then the next person goes, okay, now everyone plays all cards. Jesus. So you play your whole hand every turn. Or and, or you can change the win scenario. This game's too off the wall. I don't even it's know how a, you fucking... The, I love the chaos. And the oh, crazy- I get it. It's in flux. Yeah, bud. Uh, and and they have like... They have I love like, when he realizes shit. I know. Uh, <laughs> and they have like themed flux games. So they have like flux zombies, flux Star Trek, flux Monty Python. Flux and all of those add like a unique like uh, mechanic. Theme, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, they add like a whole like the zombies add. I only played zombies, but it adds a whole zombie mechanic that's its whole separate thing. Okay. Which is pretty cool. Fun. And that's it. That's all I want to add. All right. Let's move on to news. Alrighty. I have quick news. Go ahead. All right. I'm gonna knock it out in five seconds. First off, uh, really sad Too news. Late. Well, I didn't say make a long story <laughs> short. You can't make the clue joke just yet. Can't make an omelet without breaking a few eggs. Any cook will tell you that. Look what happened to the cook. Yeah, but you said five seconds and it's been already 30. Anyway. um, If you make a vegan omelet, you haven't broken any eggs. There's no eggs in it. Thank you. You're welcome. For ruining my favorite movie. (laughs) 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 Moving on. Um, So first off, really sad news. Uh, Jessica Walter passed away. Yeah, man. Uh, I mean, I only really knew her from... I only really knew her from Archer, but shit, she was one of the best characters in that fucking show. And that was all because of her. Yeah, Mallory Archer, uh, Mrs. Bluth from Arrested Development. She was just a talented all-around actress. And uh, I just love how she just became the queen of sass in her old age. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Just sassy, bitter old ladies. You just um, always imagine a drink in her hand. Uh huh. Even yeah. even Mallory is just animated with a drink in her hand. Yeah, we should put her in the fucking. Uh, just the drinking the, buddies one? That'd yeah. be fun. Yeah, we should have put her. Archie would be amazing to drink with. Would actually. she? She'd drink all your beer. All would your drinks, she? Though. She I would mean, drink. She would out drink everybody and then berate the everybody. But then you'd get to learn so many embarrassing things about Archer. Sure, that's fair. Why not? I'm down with that. I'm just saying. Is that uh, all your news? No. Wait, wh- wait. We should have a moment of silence for her. Alrighty, and, and moving on, we got... You will uh, be missed, Miss Walters. Yes. Walter. <laughs> Miss Walters. Uh, so we have the Resident Evil movie date. Oh, yeah. And a title. We fi- Oh, yes, yes, we do. We have oh, a tittle? Gosh. What's the tittle? Welcome to Raccoon City. Okay. Uh, Welcome I, to the jungle. I, I mean, I'm still very curious about what the hell they're trying to do mixing Resident Evil 1 and 2, and they haven't really said, so I don't know why they're hiding it. 
Um, the it's others- going to only be in theaters. I'm okay. I'm I, I'm liking this in September. I'm here. I'm so dope. if you want the real Resident Evil experience, yes. you could go to the theaters and get infected real quick. Perfect. That's what everyone's saying. The real biohazard uh-huh. is the theater. But yeah, no. So uh, one thing, it's coming out on September third. Dope. This year. So as you said, it's September. Um, but yeah. So welcome to Raccoon City. I looked up the director. He's Joannis Roberts. Have any of you guys heard of this man? No. I feel I know him. I haven't. The only, I, I mean, I, th- I, I thought I recognized the name because I had heard it somewhere before. Okay. But I don't know any of his related films beyond the, and I say it really quickly because I didn't like it. The shitty The Strangers sequel. Oh. It's like Pray for Death or something. I don't remember. But either way, like I look at his back catalog, I don't see great things. Mm. And Capcom has a tendency to pass off their license yep. to, d- to directors that don't have so a lot of experience. So he's done two movies that are forty-seven meters down, the original and the sequel. The Strangers Pray at Night. That, that was the uh, thing I was saying. Yeah. King's talking about the other side of the door, and he's these, doing these another sound. forty-seven meters and another Strangers movie. Huh. This, this doesn't so he's sound... nothing if not consistent. <laughs> I mean, I just, I don't know. I don't really have a lot of faith in where it's going now. Now that I kind of see, like, they're not really letting us into what they're doing with the story. So I don't know what the fuck's going on there. But anyway, that's all my news. Thank you for joining me. All, all right. Uh, do you want me to go? Go ahead. Really quick. Uh, the PlayStation Portable has turned 16 years old. Yay. Bing! Love that fucking little console. It was my MP3 player at the time. That's right. You do me. Did uh, you have the little the little uh like player attachment? No. So so it had a thing where you had it was like a little media remote with a cable, and that's what you plugged your headphones into. Oh fun. Oh shit. So and it had like a little belt clip. So what I would do is I would have my PSP in the big pocket of my trip pants. Of course, and then of course. the cable would go around my belt loop and attach here, and well, that's what my headphones were. Wouldn't it get into. caught in your chain wallet? No, it, I, I wove it through the chain wallet. Ah, of course, yes, of course. Um, really quick, this is like super uh, raw. Uh, raw. I was going to say Ramos, but Doctor Rude and me moment. Uh-huh. When Rude I was working at Super P, I would take it with me, and we all take turns playing while we were doing orders. Nice. Uh, just to give you an idea. Um, Resident Evil turns 25 years. Yay! Um, fuck, don't we feel old? Happy, happy birthday, happy birthday. Do you know where that's from? <laughs> what? It's from Seven. Yes. The, the fucking happy birthday puzzle? Right. Wow. So, uh, oh, right. also, yeah. huge news uh, to huge. piggyback off Eric Bischoff going into the Hall of Fame last week. This week, we just got confirmation and Undertaker delivered it. Kane, the big red machine, is going oh. into the Hall of Fame. Mayor of a town in in, in Tennessee. Uh-huh. Uh, he's not already. No, he is. No. Oh, uh, you mean in, in the, the Hall, Hall of Fame? fame? Yeah. No, no, he's not. no, he finally wow. retired. Fuck off, seriously. But, uh, Kane is super. Popular. But yeah, dude, this is. I mean, everybody. I think anybody who watched wrestling in the late '90s, early 2000s loved Kane. Hell yeah. Uh, he was big, part of my goth trio. The fucking big I had a red conspiracy machine. theory that Kane was played by multiple people. Well, I mean, it's false. But I know. Yeah, I know. But, but I was convinced for a while. <laughs> Go ahead. I mean, Glenn Jacobs worked out a lot in 03, 04, which was the, the tank top. I Kane. think that's what made me think this. Yeah, because he, he was so it, different. He was always big, but he was kind of flabby. Yeah. And then all of a sudden there's a super ripped monster. And I'm like, that's not the same guy. Right. <laughs> 
And, not only that, and then they started taking off his mask. I'm like, ah, it's a different guy. And at one point, he had a voice box. And then uh-huh. later on, he started doing promos without it. Yeah. I'm like, nope, it's a different dude. Um, at one point, he was from Slipknot. <laughs> and lastly, just lastly, um, uh, this is kind of big in the wrestling news. Big Show left the WWE oh, to shit. join a rival corporation oh, called shit. AEW. Yeah. He explained today why he left. So during the contract negotiations, he said, and I quote, WWE during contract negotiations likes to be a little petty. Okay. They like to manipulate you a WWE little bit. WWE being petty? What are you talking about? At one point, they wanted me to just sit down in a chair and take a pie face from Randy Orton and just take it and not do anything about it. And no disrespect to Randy. I love Randy, but nobody's going to put a fucking pie in my face. And the only way I'll let that happen is if I let you have it. You know what I mean? Right. Oh, and I want I, him to let I'm me I'm tired have of it. the disrespect is what he said. I I'm got tired it. tired of the disrespect. So now he's in AEW and it's kind of weird how we're getting this like he still gets to be the big show right that's the big show oh okay paul white's the big don't they own that character they own big show but they don't own paul white right but but he's asking can he call himself the big no no he has to be something else the biggest show dudley boys can't be called dudley boys right uh could we call him large performance (laughs) (laughs) kind of work with that (laughs) That's all yeah. of my. That, that's all I'm of my saying, news. I want that's... him to give me a large performance. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, I don't. I, I'm not familiar with the, with the name. Uh, but oh, oh, never mind. I am familiar with the name. Sorry. Oh. Uh, the d- director of John Wick has been uh, has been given to has uh, is now at the helm of the Ghost of Tsushima movie for Sony Pictures. Wow. Already. That was quick, man. Well, Ghost. Is a very cinematic game. Yeah, for well, they're sure. making a Last of Us movie too, aren't they? Yes. Yeah, but so that's just been in production for a while. But that's like been... current movies are already being and made. And Uncharted. Yeah. Uh, current games yes. in the movies. But uh, but yeah, uh, that sounds pretty dope, man. I'm in. We don't have any cast anything. It's just, no, no, no. It's yeah. literally just the director's oh, been announced. Okay. He, the guy who gave us some really good gun foo is gonna give us sword foo. Yep. You oh, Keanu Reeves in Ghost of Tsushima. No, that's, <laughs> no, that's I don't think so. No, yeah, no, no, exactly. They, they have to do a Japanese cast. They have to. If they don't, bro, no one's gonna. No, bro, if they fuck, don't, if they don't, they they fucked up. Forty seven Ronin, bro. I saw that movie. What the fuck? Like they had so many dropped fucking plot lines. I couldn't even stand it. So I'd be lucky it didn't fall out right. of my hands. Nobody, nobody liked that movie. Anyway, what else you got for news? Uh, really quick. Just I would really love if Hiroyuki Sanada was in it. Was uh, that the uh, mocap? No, he he he, uh, he needs to be in it. No, Hiroyuki Sanada is the guy that was in um, uh, Forty Seven Ronin. Oh actually. God, why? <laughs> no, but he's a really good Japanese actor. He's also he was also in Westworld. He's the samurai in Westworld. Oh, that's fucking he's great. He's been in. He's just a legend of. He's also been in a lot of like Western, like like he was in the Last Samurai and shit like that. Okay, well, but okay, he is. But he was in Mortal Kombat. Or he's going to be in Mortal Kombat. Sorry. Oh, okay. Uh, but yeah, he's just done. He was in Rush Hour Three. That's right. He was the bad guy. Uh, uh he was what? Yeah. He, but yeah. Just bottom line is he's a legend of samurai media, and he deserves to be in it. I think, uh, especially just you know because it's going to be you know it, the Ghost of Tsushima was a Western production, and I think he's kind of bridged the gap a lot between like 
Japanese samurai movies and American samurai movies, so he should be in it. Um, Dude, a bridge from America to Japan would be pretty fucking big. It would be. I'd go down that shit like the fucking bike lane in Pokemon. <laughs> the whole fucking way down. Anyway. Hatch all my eggs. Um, <laughs> exactly. Uh, Keanu Reeves is set to star in... Uh, are set to star and produce a Berserker movie. Um, what is Berserker? Is it an anime? It's an anime. It's a manga, and yeah. then it was an anime. It's a pretty fucking grisly manga at that. And you were t- we were talking about our scenes in, uh, what's it called, oh, that movie you were watching? No, no, no. Hold on. I have to edit this news. That's the confusing bit. It's not based on Berserker. No, 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 no. Oh, okay, okay. No, no, no. It's based on Berserker. Which is Keanu Reeves' comic book, spelled B R Z R K R. Oh, what? So it's a comic. It is, a, and it's his comic. So of course he, he made be a the comic one. book. Yeah. Yo, this dude's living dreams. He I was know. in a game. <laughs> he was in Bill and Ted. He went through time. Yep, it's pretty impressive. Yeah, got a good track. The Matrix. Uh, so yeah, all right. So this is just weirder news than I thought. So yeah, his co- he's turning his comic mm. into a movie that he will be starring. I've in. never even heard of this comic. I haven't either, which makes this really. Do you think weird. the Wachowski sisters were like, "Hey, uh, can we be in one?" He's like, "No, stop it, get away." <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think he'd be down for them to come. No, <laughs> not after retribution, buddy. <laughs> Two. I mean, uh, they're doing four. Jesus. Two concept art related news that I think is kind of interesting is some Phase Four concept art leaked for the MCU. Cool. Uh, I think it's really neat. Of who? Uh, uh, we have uh, Miss Marvel, Clea, a female Ronin, and American America Chavez. As well as a few others. Okay. Definitely worth checking out online. Fun. And we also got some concept art from the canceled, the set, the twice canceled Crow reboot. Twice sho- canceled. Wow. Yeah, because at one point, uh, uh, Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. Thank you. Bradley Cooper was set to star as Eric Craven. Huh. In a reboot, and okay. there was concept art for that, and I looked pretty good, but then that got canceled, and then it got greenlit again, and that got canceled again. And I guess mm. this is art for that second uh, for that second reboot, and it shows Tom Hiddleston and uh, Luke Evans as Eric Draven. I mean, is the Crow a superhero? Yes. Okay. He has powers. Okay. Give it to Marvel. Let them put Rocket Raccoon and still keep Bradley Cooper. <laughs> Done. Yay. No. Uh, I'm just picturing Rocket in the Crow makeup. That's right. Just Here's full my- on. <laughs> <laughs> Full on white face? Oh no. I need that guy's eye. Uh uh I I still have mixed feelings about any attempt to reboot the crow. I wouldn't want it. I'd be wary I, of but it. I'll watch it. It's I, like, wait, it's I wanna like, it's I wanna like, give them one more chance. It's like whenever they do an omen remake or something, I'm like, I, sure, but good fucking luck with that. People no, keep dying around that title. Like it's been long enough that I think it can be done well. But I still like it's so hard to like not have so much love for the first one, right? And to not compare it to that, you know. But it's interesting to see a look of what would have been, you know. Mm-hmm. And this is just the last bit of news that I don't even think is really news, but it's really funny. Oh no, hold on! The big piece of news that we need to talk about. Oh, this is like breaking news. Oh, well, well I don't know about breaking news, seat. but it, 
the Cinnamon Toast Shrimp Tail Saga. Oh, Jesus Christ. Are you Here kidding me, I thought me, you were man? talking about Pierce Brosnan and his Dr. Fate. No, pretty no, no. Sure. That, we'll get to that. But this is important. I'm okay. pretty sure we talk about video games, comics, movies, and any media in between. I didn't realize cereal boxes yeah, that, fit that, under this that's label. A me, that's media? Uh-huh. Hey, I listen. Just, I'm if sorry. the furries can take Tony the Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they've taken more than that, buddy. But you know what? I'll He's taken a few of them. Um, hey oh. But uh, I just think this is wild. It's, so it's it let, is the most riveting like story I've followed in a long time. Doctor Rude, can you give us like a script notes version? Uh, basically, some guy. Well, not just some guy. Topanga's husband opened a box of cereal, and out came two shrimp tails. Cinnamon coated. Cinnamon coated. Like they went through the whole process. Cinnamon coated shrimp tails. Are you haven't mentioned the? There were little bits Hang of wrap. Okay. So he posted it on social media. Uh huh. And General Mills was like, those aren't shrimp tails. Those are, what is it? Accumulations Clump- of sugar. Accumulations of brown uh-huh, sugar. Uh-huh. And at that point, that's when he changed from just being like, hey, I'm trying to let you guys know. It's like, no, fuck you. This is shitty. Yeah, exactly. And then some scientists have been like, hey, we're more than willing to do the genetic sequencing on that for you for free. Not- to prove beyond a shadow of a doubt, not only uh, that it is a shrimp tail, but what shrimp it belongs to. Not only that, when he inspected the box further, like there's things baked in to some of the cinnamon toast crunch right, squares, which is the thing I was saying, which is also being genetically tested now to see if it is rat poop or if it's part bugs, of the shrimp, part of the part of the shrimp, whatever it is. So you know, take but a General extra Mills is f- fucked up on this one, big time. There's a fucking the Times story on it or something yep. like that. Yeah, we were talking about the Twitter response from from Cinnamon Toast Crunch is like Bethesda level. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh for a sense of uh, player progression and pride, that kind of level of response. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, that's accumulations of sugar. We feel sorry for you. We will give you your money back. Those were accumulations of uh, accomplishment and pride. But I also really <laughs> love says. the memes that have come out around it. There's like also chefs that have posted recipes for a cinnamon toast crunch shimp, uh, tempura shrimp. Gee, oh, which is really, Jesus Supposedly, Christ. it's really good, actually. I'm sure it's, it's good sim- to Supposedly, someone. it's similar to like coconut shrimp in terms of like that sweet crunchy you get. Okay. I mean, if you put it in the baking. But yes, we did get casting news of Pierce Brosnan as Dr. Fate. Which I love. I- I'm here for it. I think that he can bring a really cool like... A deep character voice yeah, for that ex- role. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Which you need to because he's a helmeted character. Yeah. So you need to have someone that A, can sound awesome and imposing, but also like Doctor Strange has an inherent like eloquence to him. Yeah. That I think Pierce is going to Which nail. you definitely need with a Lord of Order. For sure. Are they going to have him with his helmet on though for the majority? Cause he needs the helmet. I, I know, but like. This isn't. I think they will. Most other superheroes, they show a face thing. I think Marvel... uh, uh, Go ahead, sorry. This is akin to Dread. He's nothing without the helmet. Yeah. Okay. Literally, actually. Yeah. Like, if he doesn't have the helmet, that's not fate. Yeah. Oh, well, then I have one bit of news as well. Because related to uh, Dr. Fate is another movie that got revealed that's going to be made. And I got to shout it out for Lindsay Misleading. Zatanna? Zatanna. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's pretty exciting. I wonder who the hell they're going to get for her. Yeah, we if just we can... got a writer, so hopefully we get a director and a cast. Well, if the spot is is free and no one's taken the role yet, I offer up Lindsay Misleading to take the role <laughs> for, for Zatanna. I've seen her cosplay of Zatanna, and she can rock it. I'm telling you. I am okay, telling I'm you. down. Everyone hashtag. And the last bit of Lindsay cast. Hashtag Zatanna. Lindsay Zatanna. Lindsay Zatanna. There you go. That's my hashtag for today. <laughs> 
That's great. Also, we fucked up. Last week, we said shitting on Steve on Twitter, but we went with Beret Badass during the episode. Did we say hashtag Beret Badass? Yes. Well, then, son of a bitch. Fuck you. I want to shit on Steve. You cannot stop me. Is that it for our news? Listen, that's a fetish that you need to talk to a doctor. You did it, too. And the last bit is we got casting for Helen Mirren playing Hespera in Shazam 2, which means Helen Mirren gets to play a villain, and I'm here for it. Let's talk about, this is like a good DC one-two punch here, man. It's really good. What do you mean? Dr. Fate casting, oh, yeah. Hespira casting. We well, got magic going really, on in fucking Shazam and Black Adam. Let's do Really this. prolific actors, too. So I think DC's doing good So things. is Black mm. Adam 2 going to be Shazam versus Black Adam? We don't know. Fuck it. Give it to me, bro. That's right. Zachary Levi versus Dwayne. That's right. I just hope they actually wrote something this time. <laughs> That's all. What do you mean? They planned that they planned something. Look. Come on. Through the first generation of these DC movies, you're telling me they're well-planned? Oh, no. no okay, I just fine. am happy they're planning I was shit just thought, now. I just thought you were shitting on Shazam 1 for some reason. No, I'm just saying they oh, okay. actually are planning things ahead. This is smart. Yeah. There. So, that's all we've got for news. And now we take our break because we all need some water. We have talked way too fucking much. Indeed. I have a maximum thirst, as I usually do. <laughs> yeah, where's Barrett? But when we return, we'll be back with our Freaky Five Best Melees in gaming. That's right. That's our to-go theme. <laughs> hey, hey, this is Cody from the Robots Don't Age podcast, and you're listening to Fan Freaks. Be sure to follow them on Facebook and Twitter. You're pretty good with that sword. <laughs> Thanks, I've had practice with your mom. <laughs> Very good My students. mom? What? I'm glad she doesn't listen. It's going to get your mind off of the fight, and I will win. It, it did. Listen, I, I left me opening. I have a, a pile. Very good students. That was some good tactics, George. Thank you, Sensei Rude. The dude, you must work on not being distracted by George's sassiness. That's right. You got to learn to keep your mind quiet. So, anyway, we're doing a Freaky Five Best Favorite Melee Weapons in Video Games. That is correct. I have a pile of things to hit Adrian with, and here we're going to start. Yeah, this right. is like the anti-Adrian gun show. Because that is correct. That was all me. Yeah. This is like both of you, though. Tell me, though. Tell me for real, though. Do I not have a Buster Sword he out in the open? He absolutely does. Yeah, you know, to go with your FF7 remake That's stream. correct. And to prepare for this moment if you give me a dumb option on your Freaky Five. <laughs> Don't worry. I'm prepared. I got a big fuck-off sword. Um, what is a freaky five it's our favorite list of five things we we have our personalized list yes and we go one at a time five 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 correct well, five by five yeah just do each of our lists one at a time and we move on through That's so right. uh i can go first go, go first it. all right i'll go first okay so starting out number five all right so here we go starting out pretty strong the soul edge from soul oh, caliber what <laughs> wait 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 you'll see Oh, I think I know which one if I started out with those words. But anyway, hold on. So the soul, first off, the Soul Edge is is a very prolific sword. It's in every Soul Caliber game. It's, it but is, it's not the one Nightmare wields. No, it is the one Nightmare yeah, wields. Okay. The thing is, is that the Soul Edge can infect any weapon and turn it into a Soul Edge version of that weapon. Mm -hmm. It's essentially like this demonic presence or I don't even know what the fuck. I guess the source is beyond Necrid later on, but whatever. Um, fucking, it in infuses into the sword and becomes demon sword. So that's my number five. It's this ever-present demon that keeps infecting swords. Also, I was that piece of shit that would just spam the overhead with 
with Nightmare and that sword. Okay. In Soul Calibur 2. We I was that to, piece of we shit. We have to play Soul Calibur together because I fucking love Soul Calibur. My mains, Siegfried Mitsurugi. Here, I thought it was Azeroth. Bro, he's sexy, though. Don't even start. <laughs> Rock 2. Uh, no, no, no. I finished my five. Oh, you just do all five. Go, go. Because this is the one where you can snipe. Don't worry. Uh, number four, the Great Fairy oh. Sword from Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. You said that you were worried that I was going to take a certain Zelda sword, and I said, no, I actually know which one I'm taking. I'm Funny take... enough, I just kicked that sword off my list, actually. Good, because it's mine now. You don't deserve it if you're going to kick it off your list. <laughs> I'm just saying, because this sword, while gorgeous, I love it to death, it's a pain in the ass to get. Getting the gold dust is a pain in the ass. It's not worth it. Well, it is worth it. Just kidding. Dude. Getting. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, moving on. So number three, this is uh, from, okay, so this is one that I was worried that you were going to get. This is from a, a little old game called Onimusha. Mm. And mind you, that game has so many good weapons for this list. Yep. There's so many. Just one for each element. Yep. So the one that I have to pick, though, while the honorable mention is Kuga, because I love that fire sword, my real pick is the Bishaman sword. Ooh. The Bishaman sword is the one you get after defeating the, the dark lair, the dark chambers or whatever the fuck. I forgot what they were called. Hey. Won't you go to the Dark Realm? Uh, yeah, so you have to go through all the la layers of the Dark World, get all the f fucking f keys that they give you there so you could play the flute to open the rib cage to get this big off sword. And it's basically an enhanced version of the normal sword, except it just murders in one hit. Yeah. It's fucking gorgeous. Fighting 14 bras is way easier. When with you get fucking, that fucking sword. The Bishaman sword. Um, so yeah, no, I, I wanted to make sure five and four, I didn't spend too long on them, but now we're getting into it, so I'm explaining Bishaman sword. Give me your meat. All right, so number two, the all right, so I'm going first. Shit, oh crap. Maybe you should have gone first because I don't know if I should take yours. Just fucking do, do it. it. All right, so uh, Iron Pipe from Silent Hill. Not on my list. Fuck yeah! All right, I'm still in. <laughs> Didn't snipe it. All right, good. Nice. So the Iron Pipe, obviously a standby. It's in every single game in the series. Um, even some of even the later ones, they managed to fit it in there. And you could get a certain different colored one. Oh my um, god. <laughs> you just have to be honest. That is the best. Okay. <laughs> okay, so yeah, you get the pipe in a whole bunch of different games. You find it in a car in Silent Hill 2. Uh-huh. And then in Silent Hill 3, you uh shit, where do you Oh no, you find it in the wall of a kitchen. Right. And then when you go to the sewers, there's a little extra Easter egg in that game where you can like there's a lake something or other that I don't want to talk about. But once you get rid of that, you you can have the option to throw your pipe into the water. And then in the sewer, a fairy will come out and will hold two pipes, a gold and a silver one. And she will go, ah, which pipe did you drop? Was it this precious gold pipe? And it's like, no, you answer no. Was it this precious silver pipe? No. Ah, I have truly found an honest man. You may have all three. So you get a normal pipe, a silver pipe, and a gold pipe. That's dope. Because it's, it's a reference to the old fisherman's yeah. tale. And it's just so fucking random uh -huh. to happen in the sewers in Silent Hill 3. But uh, my favorite thing is, is if you do tell her the wrong one, like if you say, oh yeah, that gold one's mine, she goes, you are a liar. And I just, I love it to death. Yeah. It's one of my favorite sound effects. It's one of my sound effects on the stream. But anyway, Iron Pipe, fucking good old standby. My honorable mention for that though, which is the wooden plank. Was that on your list? Nope. Okay, good. I want to talk about the wooden plank for two seconds. Wooden plank, it's the first weapon you get in Silent Hill So this Hill is 2. technically an honorable mention? Yes. Okay. Okay, you know what? Well, I should say that for the end then, you're right. Well, no, you're at the, you're at two, right? No, yeah. I'm at... Uh, yeah, that was two. Steel pipe is two. 
Oh, you're right. Three yeah, is Monsoon. The mission, so you're between two that's and actually, one. Give me your honorable mentions. That's perfectly correct. So you know what? That segues perfectly. All right. So uh, really quick, the wooden plank. You, yeah, it's the first weapon you get, but it is the only weapon in the entire franchise that lets you swing and hit at the same time. Yep. Huh? I mean, run and swing at the same time. Oh. You can <laughs> run with it and swing it. And I'm not even sure if that's yes. intentional. I think that's a bug. Right. Because every other melee weapon you have to ready and you right. can walk with it and right. hit. But this one, you can actively run and just go fucking right. blazing down the street. For a speed run, it's amazing. It's, it's literally, I never stop using it. I fucking love the wooden plank. So <laughs> another uh, honorable mention. Oh, Jesus. And there's a ton of Silent Hill weapons. The Great Knife, the Maul. Uh-huh. Not even going to get into that. Super Eye Laser Beam Powers. That's not a melee weapon. Nope. Um, <laughs> next honorable mention. Rebellion from Don- Devil May Cry. Mm. Honorable mention. Great pick. Uh, yeah, great pick. I see I see your ums and ahs. That's a great pick. Um, another <laughs> honorable mention. You scared me for a second. Go ahead. Well, it's okay. It's all right. Um, next honorable mention, the rifle spear. I brought it up on the gun show, and I thought it would be funny if I brought it up again here. Fair enough. Because it's both. It also, is both. Also, Blades of Mercy, dual-wielding daggers and Bloodborne. No one thought it could be done, but it's a beautiful thing. Um, moving on then. This one might piss you off. Shit, maybe I shouldn't say this one. Do it. Uh, don't say it if you have it. Okay. The wrench from Bioshock and System Shock. Okay. Okay. That a great pick. Honorable mention. Uh, it's always a standby. Much like the iron pipe. It's in a lot of every mm-hmm. game. Who um, thought it was gonna be the crowbar? Well, crowbar's a good one too. Half Life Two. That's a great one. Um, but no. Here are my two on- dishonorable mentions. And Half Life One. Oh, you're right. Sorry, I only I only beat two. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. No. Sorry. Um. So. My you dishonorable, have a dishonorable mention? I have two dishonorable mentions. How do you dislike a weapon so much that you remember it? That's because when I look at it, it just make it makes me ask so many questions that don't get answers. Go. One, Final Fantasy VIII, the gunblade. Uh-huh. Yeah, I get it. It's a gun and a sword, but if you hold it like that, you're going to break your fucking wrist. Okay. I mean... It, it's it's like this, plus it. what does triggering... What does Rolling the trigger, it shoots, do it shoots magic. Does it? Yes. Because yeah, you only, only get a Parasite red cloud Does it actually shoot a gun? No, it actually shoots magic. I, I, it really, the conveyance there was not super strong. They do vaguely. It just looks like a hit spark. I don't know. No, they, it, it is magic. Though. It, they, it, they do briefly. It explain flashes it. Renzuzukin, and then I see hit sparks. I don't. It doesn't. Either way, though, even just hitting someone with a gunblade, I feel like it would just you'd snap your wrist. Not really. There's I'm glad you of, think so. There's been a lot of really weird ways to hold swords throughout history. I'm just saying I'm not a big fan of it. Fair. It is cool in a design aspect, sure, but I feel like practically it doesn't work. I like Cypher's Gunblade more than Squall's. Oh, Hyperion? Yeah, yeah. that's all right. It's, it's a lot. It makes more sense. Yeah. If anything, it looks less cum- uh, cumbersome instead mm-hmm. of a magnum handle. Correct. Anyway, um, last dishonorable mention, and I brought this up. Like It was funny. You guys were coming up with them, and I was like, this, this is a big one. The Keyblade. Why is it a dishonorable mention? They though? make it work, but overall, it is silly. Like they it, in a fucking Disney game. A, come the on, the Kingdom Key. It's literally a fuck off. Like I get it, I get it. They make it work, but it is still like a donkey key. I, oh, the later on designs that you do get, like uh-huh. the later ons, they are better okay. because they look more like Final Fantasy weapons. Okay, but like the original Kingdom Key is just the, this big dumb blocky like. Old Smith key. Yeah. Hitting people with it. And it just feels like you should just hit them with a bat. What does the key part actually do? It, is it a razor? Is it sharp? It does what piercing does it do? damage. I, again, though. <laughs> no, I'm, it's it's a blo- actually it's confirmed to be a bludgeon weapon. 
And oh. yes, yeah, see that, that I, I, there's a big metal iron rod, and uh-huh. I feel like some of the the key attachments aren't thick enough. They just look like they would break on contact. You, your complaint is that it's not thick enough. I know, right? Aren't I always? Uh. But anyway, again, this is my dishonorable mention list. If it's on your favorites, I apologize. It isn't, but I think that's being really nitpicky. I don't. Have you well, met him? I know. I I mean, <laughs> I, I I'm not like I'm not saying. Overall, the fact that he's the one Keyblade bearer, and then later on there's a shit ton, and then it just it becomes a free-for-all where people who don't even do anything get Keyblades. That I agree. Um, but, like, I'm just saying I'm glad you see it working, and it does work in the game. Just overall, I'm not a big fan of its solo. Well, this design. is your list. Yep. This is my list overall. And now, don't number one. Number one. Well, if you know me, you know I'm going to pick this one. The fucking Ultima weapons. Oh, okay. I I I want to pick. Okay, so I didn't take any of yep. yours, which was your major concern through yes. all five ones of my list. There's one which you I, gave me an exhausted sigh of relief every single one. Yes, because there's just one in particular. We'll you'll we'll get there. All right. Well, anyway, Final Fantasy has Ultima weapon. I wanted to pin it on seven specifically because that one's my favorite. Okay. But like that one has it to where it's a weapon that's tied to your HP. You know what? You know so, what else has an Ultima weapon? What? Kingdom Hearts. It's yeah, one of the keyblades. <laughs> sure, and that one looks better. It also has, but even then, it has these weird little iron strings that feel like they would just snap off. They're also magical. Sure, but you know what? If you throw something, all right, whatever. It magic weapons. Have yeah, higher all right. Yeah, resistance. it's all made of hearts and friendship and magic and light and dark and that's right. And some absurdities. The the keyblade is another form of ansem. That's I'm right. sure. Whatever. It doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> what crossblade or whatever. Oh, oh, fuck it. God. We're not even getting no. into that shit. Um, anyway, no. So, Final Fantasy VII, it's tied to your HP. So, if you just basically make Cloud have the highest HP, there right. are ways to give him more HP in the game. It becomes this fucking thing that murders yeah. everything. Um, it has a little extra um, aesthetic thing where if your health is low, the edges of the sword dim out. Mm. And it gains brightness when your health right. get restores. So, again, though, this is a sword that's appeared in a lot of Final Fantasy games, uh-huh. all with their own unique aspects to them. Yeah. Like, in ten, it breaks the limit with original attacks. Uh, like, like I know there's limit breaks in 7, but, like, when you do an <laughs> overkill, there is a cap, a right. damage cap. But that breaks it, so you just fucking do the... Right. Bre- it's amazing. Um, again, I feel like I went through the list fairly quickly, but I'm, I, I didn't want to spend too, too long... But Ultima Weapon is, you know, once you get it, you know that you're towards the end of the game. You know, it's it's a pacing signifier. Like, if you were to get Ultima Weapon in the first act, I'd be very confused. Like, it's the biggest dick weapon. It's the strongest. So, it makes sense in a way of, like, you know, this is the sense of progression. We're getting to the end of the game. As well as other characters getting their final weapons. But we're going to stick to the Ultima Ultima, if you will. Uh-huh. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, my Freaky Five melee weapons in gaming. Fire them all for me one more time. Oh, yes, you're absolutely right. So, number five is is my list. Oh, God. Number five is the Soul Edge. Um, Oh, my God, yes, Soul Edge. That's a big one. Number four, uh, Great Fairy Sword. Mm -hmm. Best design in a Zelda game for me. Number three, uh, Bishaman Sword. Fucking glowing purple. It's gorgeous. Number two, the Iron Pipe from Silent Hill. Amazing. Standby staple, much as the flashlight. Uh, number one, Ultima Weapon from Final Fantasy VII. All right. I dig it. Dr. Okay. Rude, go. All right. So this is why I was so... Because I thought no one would steal this. So when you said the word soul, I was like, no! My number five is the Soul, soul Reaver, Reaver. Yeah, I knew From it. the Legacy of Kane series. Yeah, that's fair. Now uh, I have a question. Bo- wait, both wait. incarnations of it. Hmm. What? 
The Soul Reaver. What's the one, Rozzy? Isn't that? It's still the Soul Reaver. It, it has a different name. No, it's still the Soul Reaver. Mm, all right, we'll double check it after the show. That's why his series is called Soul Reaver. <laughs> no, okay, then what's the one that Kane has? The Chris it is Blade. the Soul Reaver. Uh, okay, continue. Continue with what you're talking about. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, both incarnations of this weapon are just super cool. And also, I think it's, I also mostly just wanted to talk about the Legacy of Kane series. Oh, someone has to, please. Because uh, Blood Omen is such a cool series across the board. With some really cool characters. I think it's a gem of the PS1 era. Uh, it just... Uh, honestly, that's a game I think could get a reboot. Yeah, Honestly, I'd love to see it because they just keep on trying to do spin-offs. And it's yeah. like, no, just tell the... Like, I haven't even heard of a spin-off. People haven't even heard of it. Well, no, I've heard of the game. I just haven't heard well, of a spin-off. technically, Soul Reaver is a spin-off of the Blood Omen. Ah. Because Blood Omen follows Kane as the main character. And Raziel is one of his generals. And then eventually you play as Raziel, who is one of his generals that gets betrayed by Kane. Mm. Um, mm. But yeah, it's a cool weapon. It appears as both a a physical sword and then it appears as Raziel's spiritual weapon. Yes. Spiritual. It's like this beam of energy that comes up out of his hand. That's really dope. It's Go called the, It's called the Wraith Blade. But they were, but it's, but it's, the, look know, what it I, says afterwards. I know, I know what you mean because it's the essence in the Soul Reaver. Yes. You're right, but they call it the Wraith Blade. Okay, with right. You're fair Sometimes enough. Sometimes known as the Soul Reaver. No, so, I know, enough. but that's, that's why I'm okay. not crazy. I didn't make it up. No, from no, nowhere. no, that is fair. Right. You're right. But it is the it is essence equi- of the Soul Blade. Right, correct. It is, it, it is the equivalent of what Raziel is. He yes. is a, a soul of a previous form and the blade is a soul of his own. I, I remember they made that number four. Number four. We have. The Sword of Sparta. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. So I, I fucking it. love me a transforming weapon. Uh-huh. And Sword of Sparta's got it in spades, bud. Wait, Sword of Sparta from? Double, Double May Cry. Okay, good. No, I just yeah, didn't yeah. know if you were talking some yeah, other yeah. No, no, no. Greek mythology game that <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't know. Sparta. <laughs> okay, yes. Sparta. Uh, yeah, Sparta. Uh, it's just such a cool fucking sword. Yeah. And like little fucking 12-year-old me playing Devil May Cry, like I was just like, whoa. Yeah, Rebellion is <laughs> yeah. its name. Yes. Yeah. This is this is the dopest shit. Yeah, uh, it's my been number... in Dante's chest quite a few times. So, <laughs> my number three is a weapon that I have played in so many games because it's been in, it's 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 such a staple of the franchise. Mm. It's not an edged weapon. It's a whip. It's the vampire killer from Castlevania. Oh, I'm surprised no one's picked that. Yeah, it's uh, like it's such an iconic fucking weapon, man. The the it's just called vampire it, killer. It is just called the vampire yeah, yeah, killer. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. It's had a few other names here and there, but its primary name is just the Vampire Killer. If I want to be that Super guy, creative. it has the spirit <laughs> of something else in that one, too. Sure. <laughs> it absolutely does. But, uh, yeah, again, it's you can't, like, it is castle. It is a Castlevania iconic weapon. It's there. There's it's, a reason why they keep having it. Yeah, it's it's Trevor's weapon. It's it's the weapon of the Belmonts. They like, balance the whole gameplay around yeah, it. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. No. Uh, and it's just, and also, like, it's, as far as I can think of, it's the first time you get a whip in a video game uh-huh. is in, like, the original Castlevania, which is really cool. I can't think of any other game before Indiana that. Indiana Jones for SNES. I'm sure it exists. LGN was all over it. Castlevania sure. was an NES one. What? Wasn't what? it? What? Castlevania was on NES. Yeah. Yeah. So That's you just saying, said saying Indiana Jones and SNES. Oh, well, whatever. Fuck. I don't know. Maybe there was an NES one. <laughs> whatever. Pitfall have anyway, a anyway, next one. Hey. Hey, hey. I, know I went through my pit, five and four. Let me fast. breathe. This is number three. I, uh-huh. Okay. So, number two. It is the weapon of the free man. Ah, uh, yes. It's the crowbar. Briefly touched upon, uh-huh. yes. 
I, I, it's, it's, it's again, funny how you have the wrench and he has the crowbar. I know. Right. I thought you were going to go for the wrench because no. I thought you liked Bioshock Tune more. Tune into next episode where George and James become the Mario brothers. <laughs> oh, man. I call Luigi. Uh, fuck. Oh, you're, wait, are you taller? Shit. Yeah, he is taller. Now, fuck, you automatically take you. Luigi. Plus, you have the stash. I have to work on, you know. By like contrast, can you be Luigi and I'll be Waluigi? Oh, <laughs> dear. Then we, they were rivals. <laughs> then there you go. I mean, it would uh, make sense with the Can Dr. I just be Rude. with Bowser? Sorry. No, continue. But, wow. Anyway, yeah, man. Like, again, you want to talk about weapons iconic to a series? Like, I don't know if you can get more iconic than fucking... The crowbar. Freeman and his crowbar. Question. Yes. Half-Life Alex, does it have the crowbar? No. Oof. It's not her weapon, though. But it's Half-Life. But it's not Freeman. She yeah. can't pick up a crowbar? I don't remember. It's not like it's it's like Thor's hammer or it's like you can't pick this <laughs> no, crowbar. No, if you're not worthy, you can't pick up the crowbar. If you uttered Actually, a no, single... that's not true because uh, uh, you, when you play as Barney... In... He throws it to you. Uh, no, no, no. In... From the thing. I know, but let me fucking finish. I'm just saying. In... I forget what that spinoff game is called, but it's the one where you play as Barney, you have the crowbar. Oh. So it's not just Freeman that has it. I was just going to be like, if you utter a single word, you are no longer worthy to hold the crowbar. And that's why he's so silent. Yeah, that's it. Anyway. That's right. But yeah, you again, you, that that level of iconography. And also, it just feels badass to fucking beat up head crabs with a crowbar. Just mash Do quick. you have honorable mentions? I do. Okay, well, this is the time. The Bomb Lance. Yeah. The Bomb Lance from Hunt Showdown. Amazing. It's I, I thought is? it was going to be your it number is, one. Uh, it, it was for a minute. It really was, but I had to like control my hype and be like, no, let's let's be real here. But mm. the bomb lance is a dope weapon. It's basically a big ass fishing harpoon. Okay. Like a fishing spear that you can shoot an explosive harpoon out of. And once it sticks to a a, a person, they're dead. That dead. feels There's nothing. like but the it's rifle also, spear, but kind different. of. Yeah. It's also such a great feeling too because oh. it has a fuse. So you hit someone with it. And they run away, but they're st- they're going to die. <laughs> so you literally just hit someone with it. You see them go around a corner. You hear it. Ah! <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's such it's a, a gr- sticky grenade in Halo. Yeah, but it's also a really hard hit uh-huh. because it has an extreme arc. And so if anyone's any decent at snaking away from you, like you're not likely to hit them. Yeah. Also, it takes like... Eight to twelve, eight to ten seconds to reload. Jesus Christ! Yeah, well, listen it's really here. just you're gonna hit, you're gonna try it once and then go in swinging. But fuck, it swings hard. Yeah, um, that's fun. Serpentine is very important. If you uh, learn anything here. The amp from uh, Infamous Two. Oh wow! Yeah, that's I a fucking good... love that weapon. And melee. Oh, the oh he yeah, does have it, a thingy. It's like, doesn't it's like he? a lightning rod. Yeah, he does a stun rod that he just electrocutes. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. Smart idea. Uh, and the power fist. Wait, wait, but half of that is superpowers, really. I mean, I guess it is honorable mention, so it doesn't matter. But, it's but I'm just saying, so fuck you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the power fist from Fallout. I, I thought you were just gonna say the power glove. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo. I was like, what? <laughs> You can that tell he's intense. really a hacker, man. Yeah, he's in. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, I love the power fist. It's just such a cool, like... It's poof. so bad. I also love, like, any time that's in anime. Like, any time, like, it's a punching attack that, like, extends. Oh, the Big O special. Yes, yes. exactly Yes, that. no, I know. Yes, I know. So it's not going to come as a surprise to anyone. Yes. Is the Master Sword. Yep, so... This is a surprise to nobody. I mean, it is... It was going to be on someone's list. You ha- yeah. you want to talk about icon- iconography... I- Iconic. Iconic, thank you. No Iconic problem. weapons to a video game. It's like that and the shield are the symbol of a game, man. Like, I mean, it's it's the equivalent to Silent Hill's pipe, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
yeah, but that franchise is dead. Oh, why you gotta kick me? All right. <laughs> it is. It is just like I have a distinct moment in every Legend of Zelda game mm. of when you acquire the the Master Sword, man. right? And that's really cool. It's just it's cool to have that carry you through the series. It's true. More so, I think, than the Hylian Shield. I will say Majora's Mask, if it's missing anything, it is that kind of like, this is the yeah. weapon kind yeah. of thing. They do that with the Ocarina, and as much as I love the Great Fairy Sword, they just kind of put it in a blacksmith, yeah. and that's it. So I, I, I No, it, but yeah, exactly. So that that feeling, that that emotive moment that goes with... Uh-huh, uh-huh. It, it's, it, 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 that puts it at number one for me. And, and I don't it think still that breaks me. just the same in Breath of the Wild. <laughs> it doesn't break. It loses its charge. Oh, yeah, I'm All sure. Right, so so give me your stupid. list again from five. So with number five, we have the Soul Reaver nice. in both its incarnations. <laughs> you don't mean the Wraith Blade? Uh, number four, the Sword of Sparta, mm-hmm. uh, Dante's daddy's blade. It's called Rebellion. Whatever, man. But you, you called sword. That's the the little, you know. Yeah, that's what I like to call it. All right, fair, fair. It's your list. Yes, of course. Uh, Number three is the vampire killer, the whip from uh, Castlevania. Uh-huh. We have the weapon of the free man, the crowbar from the Half-Life series. And topping us off is the master sword from the Legend of Zelda series. And that's one hell of a topper, I'll tell you what. Yep. And I know my tops. Hit me, dude. So, first things first, my number five, Blades of Chaos from God of War. Oh, wow. That's such a good pick. Yeah. Um, if it's funny. Bro, that was fucking, on my original list, and I forgot. But that's <laughs> good. It's such a fucking memorable weapon, and to see it again when we get to it again is such a fucking hype moment. And again. <laughs> and again. But, yes, I, mean, I know what you're his, talking about. It's his signature. Yeah, you know. I know. Right. But it was what? It was the Blades of Chaos, the Blades of Athena, the Blades of Ares, and then... <laughs> I'm sorry, Mr. Soul Reaver with color swaps in two? Like, <laughs> oh, come I know. on. It got pretty um, ridiculous. But, yeah, fucking love that weapon. Number four, it's a Fallout weapon. Grognax axe. Yeah. I oh, fucking wow. love wielding the double-sided axe, For sure. dude. I read about that, but I've never used it's it. It's a great axe. It's great. It's in the comics. Yeah. That you pick up. Yeah. yeah. Correct. And, it's fun. Uh, let me tell you, using that in 76, real nice. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's um, in 76? Yeah. yeah. Jesus. Of course okay. it is. It's, uh, it's probably the best two-handed melee weapon. More than the shish kebab? Yeah. Well, the shish kebab is a one-handed weapon. Oh, okay. Fun time. <laughs> uh, my number three was gonna be Rebellion, aka the Sword of Sparta. It oh, got shit. swiped, sniped. Whatever. Yeah, it took somebody. Well, um, I, I honorable mentioned it so, at the very least. <laughs> you did, and I was like, "Ooh, I'm safe." That fucking rude came Swipe. in and was like, "Nope, <laughs> nope, nope, nope." So my number three is one that I hold near and dear to my heart because there was like a weird span of like two years I no life this fucking game. Okay. Skyrim, the Ebony Blade. Oh, yeah. I fucking love this sword. That's good. It's just a giant greatsword katana, but it has vampire effects. So it just, every time you swing at it, it just takes life and it just gives you HP. And I think that's fucking amazing. Yeah, I thought. Also, the, the way you get it is really evil. Yeah, well, you have to make a deal with a Daedric, I think, in White Run. It's one of the Daedric Prince quests, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, uh, but I thought you were talking about the regular one that you can craft, the Ebony no. Sword. And I was like, why that one out of all of them? Like, <laughs> no, so no, no, random. No. This is the Ebony Blade. It's fucking about like what five feet tall of a fucking <laughs> blade. It's huge. Sephiroth has a boner. I'm just looking yeah, at. Yeah, it. it's a fucking hate boner. <laughs> My number two, and this is my Silent Hill one. Oh, that I didn't take. The katana from Silent Hill 3. 
Wow. Nice. <laughs> I fucking love that sword. Real nice. talk, that is the weapon to use. Yes. It is In max. Three, it is. Max damage, not best range, but it's max damage and it's fast as fuck. Mm -hmm. Yep. Holy shit. And you know it's in one too, right? Oh, it is in one? Yeah, you get a... Wait, you, did you beat one yet or no? No. Okay, you can run into the katana. So, fun business. But, uh, yeah, no. So, I mean, like, the katana's a very good pick. I, and, I, I mean, I'm surprised neither of us, since you already said you're Silent Hill one, right? None of us picked the beam saber, <laughs> which is another pretty fucking amazing one that Heather has a special animation for. Right. We could just have a whole episode on Silent Hill weapons, can't we? <laughs> sure, Jesus. we can. Well, no, go ahead. You sure? Yeah. You, you gave right. us quite the stink face. I know. Uh, my honorable mention is a Silent Hill 2 extra weapon, the chainsaw. Ah! <laughs> I love the little animation where he fucking stands over a dead body after using it. Yep. It's just gimmicky as fuck, and sure. it makes me feel that much closer to James where he just embraces his inner serial killer. So just a little bit of a PSA, because I've talked to people who know the chainsaw is in the game and don't know what I'm talking about with the yell. You're right. You got close to it. If you're near an enemy and you keep it on idle, he will like have a standby animation where he puts it yeah. over his head and yells. Just explaining it for people who are like, where the fuck is this animation? So you have to have an enemy nearby or else it doesn't work. Go ahead. Um, mine, my other honorable mention is an outbreak weapon. Okay. The push broom. <laughs> Close. It's fucking amazing. Close. But it's David specific, the knife at the end of a broom. Oh, the <laughs> knife at the end of a stick. He fucking yes. tapes it and you just you're just stabbing. Caveman straps, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm in it. I'm in it. Oh, these zombies are coming through the window. Fuck you, Bro, fuck uh -huh. you, fuck you. I'm surprised you didn't talk about the, the car battery duct taped to an iron pipe. That becomes an electric prod That's that right. I don't know how the fuck doesn't shock who's ever using it, but whatever. Well, he's, he's wearing rubber gloves. But anyone can pick it up. Well, that doesn't make sense. He makes but it for what people. what makes sense in Resi? Uh-huh. Uh and sure. uh, my number one, or do I do the top from... You no, 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 give mentions? me your number one and then recap. Yeah, I just finished my number one. The combat knife in Resident Evil Code Veronica X. <laughs> Uh, for me, this is like the best resi knife ever. All the other knives are forgettable. I absolutely love this knife. Uh, no, I'm letting my silence bake in here. That's fine. Go ahead. I've I've praised it uh, infinitely. Yeah. And I always try to use it in every gameplay that I do of Code Veronica. It's uh -huh. my go-to. I prefer it over the pistol. Oh, yeah. And you love mentioning it. I do. You love it. But listen, this is my melee list. I know, and I, I'm fucking around. It makes sense why you like it a lot. It is very strong. This yes. is probably in a franchise that we all that we all love, but this is the one time I felt the knife was actually useful in the game. Co you considering know, one, two, and arbitrarily three, arbitrarily necessary, but yeah, totally. <laughs> well, go ahead. In, in my playthroughs, after learning how good it is and how many hitboxes it, hit it hits on uh -huh. a fucking zombie, it is so fucking useful. And every time at the end of a playthrough, I have so much fucking ammo. And I've killed literally everything in the fucking game at that point. Uh -huh. The knife is the best thing in Code Veronica. It's probably the only good thing of its various weapons that you, I would rather have any day of the week. If I may compliment the knife, and this is in scenarios outside of Code Veronica, or at least 
disc too. But like it's, I like the knife as well because it's always the fallback. There's always the knife when you run out of ammo. It is your dependable. It's your pal. oh shit weapon. Exactly. It's there when the game says you wasted it. Well, here you go. This is your last resort. But Make let's it work. be honest. If you know how to play already, you don't one, need the knife. One, two, and three, you don't need it. No. And not only that, you can literally kill unless everything in the game so with ammo running. left over. So pardon me for thinking in that same mindset going into Code Veronica thinking, I've gone past the knife. I don't need this anymore. That, that's and that fine. was my mistake, that, obviously. That's fine. I, I'm just saying for me, uh-huh. ever since I started learning how to do it, and it's helped me improve not only my plays of Code Veronica, but it's also helped me be a better gamer of Code Veronica mm. using the fucking knife and knowing how to evade the enemy and such. Oh, yeah. Reading enemy animations is a ton of fun. Resident Evil's all about that. Right. And But the frames on the fucking knife and just... There's a little glitch that they even included when you ported the game into the PlayStation Store uh-huh. and you could play it on your 4 where you're going either Claire or Chris, even Wesker, uh, when you're facing down, you're aiming down with a knife. If you keep doing it three or four times, I forget the actual amount of swings, your character moves forward. So it's a constant progression of knife attack. <laughs> It becomes your vehicle of transportation. It's weird because you start swinging at it. The zombie, two or three swings at the legs, they're already down. They go down. You start progressing through their body. And then you just fucking eviscerate them with a fucking combat knife. I'm going to tell you, I don't think that's a bug that they consciously left in. I don't think they fixed any bugs in that game. Because you can still do the green herb thing when you get yeah, infinite or heals. Or infinite ammo. So they really didn't infinite fix ammo. any. Yeah, Claire put, fucking puts on the bandana. Uh, I love that so shit. So my five, uh, the Blades of Chaos, God of War. Uh, number four, Grognak's Axe, Fallout. Number three, Ebony Blade, Skyrim. Number two, the Katana from Silent Hill 3. Number one... The Combat Knife, Resident Evil Code Veronica. Nice. Good list. I need to make an edit to my list. Oh, coño. All right, sure. I need to knock the Soul Reaver off the list. <laughs> Don't you mean the Wraith Blade? Because taking the number three spot is going to be the Nail from Hollow Knight. And I can't believe I forgot. I know neither of you Yeah, neither played. of uh, Yeah. But please do, by the way. It's just such... Like, if you play, it is such a cool weapon. And it is, in my opinion, I think Hollow Knight is the best metroidvania game that is out there mm. and over that, shovel knight yes a hundred percent the shovel knight shovel uh which is a good weapon also yeah uh but yeah it's it's such a fast-paced weapon that if you learn how to master it well you need to learn how to master it to beat the game and it it has a legitimate learning curve that like once you learn how to use it you feel like such a quick little badass and it's so cool it, if I may, though, if we're making edits really sure. quick, because quick little badass kind of reminded me of something. Uh-huh. So I kind of went quick. So on... wait, really quick, since you're going to do that, really quick. <laughs> I know, but okay. let me. So, so the modified list is the Sword of Sparta, the Vampire Killer, the Nail, then the Crowbar, and then the Master Sword. Okay. Oh, so it's higher up. Oh, okay. The yeah. Nail's up there. All right. Good shit. Um, no, just really quick, because I talked about the Great Fairy Sword, and I pretty much complained about it, about how you <laughs> make it. I'm like, no, there's cool shits, too. Really quick, though. It's a sword that has the longest reach in the entire game. Yes. It's literally the size of Link, if not uh-huh. bigger than him. It goes to your C button spot. Yep. So it doesn't replace your sword. It's right. annoying that it takes up a C button slot, but you can literally C button sword, C button yep. sword, and you just get like a double swipe attack, mm-hmm. which makes him a fast little bastard, as you said. It say. does. So, uh, yeah, no, I just want to make sure I didn't just complain about Great Fairy Sword. It's fucking gorgeous. This was our fastest Freaky Five. Uh, well, yeah, because we... 
sped through it. We had right. a very meaty recent, all yeah. right? And there was a and lot of news. news. Yeah. yeah. A lot of movies coming out. So look forward to those reaction reviews. <laughs> uh, so shall we do the shout outs? Fuck yeah, we, we sure shall. Should. Who wants to go first? I'll do it. I'll start us off. Then do it. All right. <laughs> we've, got, we've got our boys. We've got Frothy, or we've got Justin, Jeff. Uh, we've got Scott. We've got Dante listens to the podcast. No so shit. The son of Sparta? Yes, the son of Sparta. Wow, Shout rebellion? Out Dante. No, but uh, thank you so much for listening, Dante. He he corrected me on something on an episode. I'm like, wait, you listen? He's like, yeah, man. I'm like, cool. He even retweeted us, which is awesome. Yay. Uh, sh- my sister, Cheyenne, who listens in. Uh, my DM, my DM peep, my Dungeons and Dragons peeps. Thank you so much for listening in. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that about wraps it up for me. Uh, for me, Cody, CJ, Kalani, the Robot Stone Age crew. Uh, I'm not going to snipe her again this week. I mean, if you, I'll double it up. She deserves all the credit she needs. Fucking Lindsay keeps listening and keeps, you know, sending applause and thumbs up to us. Support and love. And it's what we need in these trying times. Uh, And Oscar Ortiz, my best friend over in Georgia. Hell yeah. Alrighty, so we're going up next. Here comes the stream, folks. We got Beefy Sumo, Von Condersmite, Squinty, Screechy Kai, Boogle, CJ to DJ, Azumi Chenmaru, which I really have, I, I cannot believe I haven't thanked him until now. He's he's fucking amazing. Um, and the last one, of course, Lindsay Misleading. You know, she, I'm dude, if we can all credit her, I'd say fucking do it. Thank like, you, Lindsay Misleading. Fuck yes. Love her. Anyway, so uh, that about wraps it up. If you like the show, be sure to check out Fan Freaks on Facebook. That's F-A-N-F-R-E-E-K-S Fan Freaks. We're also on Twitter. I am at BoneKingTV. Well, and remember, please res- uh, please tweet at the Fan Freaks Twitter with the word Bomblance. Oh, that's right. For your chance to win a copy of Hunt Showdown on the console of your choice. Once again, that's Bomblance, B-O-M-B-L-A-N-C-E. What is the name of the Fan Freaks Twitter? F-A-N-F-R-E-E-K-S. All right, good shit. <laughs> so All yes, right. specifically tweet at Fan Freaks, F-A-N-F-R-E-E-K-S, with the word Bomblance, and we'll get in touch with you. Uh, we'll choose a winner, and we'll get in touch with you and send you a copy of the game. Good shit. Got On own whatever little... console you prefer, yep. be it PC or console. Fran, fan Freak sweepstakes. That's right. Yeah. Good shit. Uh, you're at Bone King TV. I am... Adrian Doodliness on Twitter. Uh-huh. You are? Uh, Dr. Rude MD on Twitter. That is correct. And we'll see y'all next time, okay? I got to go ahead and sharpen some of these things. I've been hitting Adrian a couple times. The dude is getting sore, I'm sure. Hold on. I'm getting ribbed. For, for whose pleasure? pleasure? He's for training. Pleasure. It's like in Kung Pao where they just like, I need you guys to just hit me a bunch. And they just keep hitting him with sticks. And he's <laughs> just going to be flat on the ground. Movie, man. Looking forward to it. Am I a fat panda? Uh, is that what you're just saying about? Oh, I hope so. Well, aren't all oh, I pandas hope so. fat? Yeah, they have to be. It's fat, kind of by right? nature of being a panda. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we'll talk more about bears later. Trust me, I'd like to have a special on that. Thank you, five later. favorite bears. <laughs> ooh, ooh, I like Hashtag that. Hashtag fave bears. I'm down. I am. I've already been down. I subscribed to this uh, years ago. You've been down on bears. I have been down on several bears. <laughs>